What's going on, everyone? Thank you all for tuning into another episode of Kicking Out of Two this week. Thank you for hitting that download button and joining us as we are in full WrestleMania season mode. That's right, we're bringing you WrestleMania MVPs Part 2. A couple weeks ago, Justin and I, we had a lot of fun getting into the WrestleMania MVPs from WrestleManias 1 through 17. This week, we've added another member to the roundtable. That's right, we're getting the band back together as we brought Dennis J. Levy on board. And he's going to give you all kinds of wild card WrestleMania MVPs. He's probably going to dispute some of our MVP choices and give us something totally out of left field. But that's, that, that's what makes this so much fun. So, can't wait to get into it. We're going to cover WrestleMania's 18 to 34 from 2002 to last year in 2018. And if you guys have a WrestleMania MVP, then please, please, please hit us up on social media. Facebook.com forward slash kicking out it to be a part of all the fun that we're having over there. And tell us who your WrestleMania MVP is. It could be an individual. It could be a performance. It could be a match. It could be a moment. It could be just about anything. All bets are off. Everything is left on the table when it comes to the kicking out at two criteria for WrestleMania MVPs. Like I said, I go cowboy with my picks, and why not let you guys do the same thing? So do that over on Facebook. Tell a friend to hit us up on Facebook. Tell a friend to like the page on Facebook. Just tell everyone to be a part of all the fun on Facebook.com forward slash kicking out at two. And you can do the same on Twitter. Our handle is at kicking out two, K-I-C-K-N-O-U-T, and the number two. Just tell us. Tell us who your WrestleMania MVP is. Give us a follow. Tell people to give us a follow. And tell people to tell us who their WrestleMania MVP is in this Part 2 edition. And you know something? It would not be a WrestleMania-themed podcast if I didn't let you guys all know that we are going to be a part of the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network. That's right. Joining forces with Kobe Knight at the, the, the start of this year has been a lot of fun, and we're going to continue that fun as Marking Out the Days, Kicking Out at Two, Gaijin Wrestling Radio, and Hulkamania is Dead. We're all unloading the content for you at full bore WrestleMania weekend. We're going to give you some special bonus shows for WrestleMania. WrestleMania weekend covering uh, top 10 WrestleManias, covering NXT TakeOver Blacklist, the Hall of Fame, kicking out of two is going to have some bonus content. We're all going to be throwing that WrestleMania themed content out there for you that weekend. Uh, you know, not sure what kind of platform we're going to be on. I'm thinking maybe we're going to be at just about every podcast platform there is. So stay tuned for an announcement on Retromania's social media as well as the Kicking Out of Two social media to find out more as to where you're going to be able to find the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network. And if you guys have a, a wrestling podcast and you want to join the fun, be a part of the collaboration, throw us a line, hit us up, drop a DM, Kicking Out at Two or Retromania, and let us know what you got to bring to the table when it comes to pro wrestling podcasts. And with that being said, I think it's about that time that we get into this week's subject with our WrestleMania MVP Part 2. Let's get into it. Part 2 of our WrestleMania MVPs. This week we are, um, you know, we're, we're deviating from the norm, if you will. A couple weeks ago, it was Justin and myself as the, um, you know, going back and forth with our WrestleMania MVP picks. Uh, last week we took a little break. We had the WrestleMania 10 watch along, which you can find over in the archives over at facebook.com forward slash kicking out at two. But this week, this week we've, we got the band back together. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, uh, we brought the, the illustrious Dennis J. Levy on board. What's going on, man? It's great to have you back. Great. Always, always a privilege. Thank you very much, Dave, for inviting me. 
Oh, absolutely. You know, like I told you, you're like furniture here. You're you're, you're a part of the crew. Like a bunch. Yeah, you, 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 we're not getting rid of you uh, anytime soon. Um, yeah, so you know, two weeks ago, it was WrestleMania's 1 through 17 from 1985 to 2001, and there were some very interesting MVP choices that we had made. Um you know, Justin and myself. This week, Dennis, you're going to be the wild card, so to speak. So if you have an MVP, by all means, you're part of the discussion. You know, that's why you're here. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a particular MVP for that WrestleMania, um, but you want to dispute our MVPs, by all means. If you want to be the tiebreaker um, when it comes to, you know, disagreements amongst Justin and myself, by all means, have at it. Like I said a couple weeks ago, I'm going to kind of go cowboy with some of my picks, and I'm going to let you be the... the um, the the rebel, so to speak, when it comes to uh, your MVP WrestleMania picks. So, if you know what, since since you're new to the forum this week, why don't you get us started with your WrestleMania MVP from WrestleMania 18 in 2002? I'm looking at the card, and man, but fond fond memories of all these matches. So, so everyone remembers Rock Hogan probably. Probably the most out of this card, and deservedly so. What a terrific match! And has anyone ever ever seen you know a double a double turn like that, like Inman match and all that stuff? Very very unique stuff, right? But my favorite match of, of that whole card was Undertaker Ric Flair. In my MVP, believe it or not, I thought I thought he did Ric Flair. It, I'm gonna do the Super Bowl five theme to the, to this one, where where the loser. The loser team got the MVP, and I'm gonna go Ric Flair. I thought okay, he, uh, I, I, I like I th- that. I thought uh, he went. 19, we're off to the races. He went I 1983 like this. For, with us for, the, for that one night. He, he he went back in time to 1983, and he really really went you, all balls to the wall. I, I'm going Ric Flair for WrestleMania. You tugged at my heartstrings because that's an, a very underrated WrestleMania match. And like you said, kind of going back to 1983, like old school Ric Flair. At that time, Flair had just returned to the WWF. His role was as the co-owner of the WWF. So his in-ring uh, action was limited. But the match with Undertaker felt like a very old school, no DQ, Jim Crockett promotions kind of brawl. Yeah. Um, the cameo by Arn Anderson was pretty cool. Uh, man, that was a good one. I didn't see that coming from you. Um, Justin, why don't you uh, why don't you give us your WrestleMania MVP for WrestleMania 18? I think uh, I think I'm splitting the game ball between both The Rock and Hogan. That's a pretty uh, pretty good textbook. I think um, probably one of the first quote dream matches we've gotten to see in this generation of, of uh, WWF WWE. Um, it was it's kind of the 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 standard the 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 go to uh, for what I think we all look for in a dream match. You know, the battle between eras, the battle between fan bases. Um, just a magical, magical uh, match. Um, while I didn't see it live, I do recall your account of it not too long afterwards, and I believe you did see it live. Yes, Dave. I did. I went, so to, I, do, I went to a buddy's house. Yeah, and, I, and yeah. this was probably the first WrestleMania I hadn't seen live in a number of years. And I don't remember the circumstances as to why, but I just remember after hearing about this match and then seeing it later being blown away to the point where I was pissed off I didn't see WrestleMania that year live. Um, and I made sure that that wasn't the case moving forward. So um, it's, to me, for every reason I think everyone knows, um, you know, the, there's a couple lines in there that I think that really, you know, now we're just 
used as fashionable terms, but you know, you heard Jim Ross, you know, say like this is a WrestleMania moment, and I think he even quoted the day of that of that happening as like you remember this day because it, it was just such March eighteenth, yes. two thousand and two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, it, it's I like I get chills thinking about that yeah. because like that's just that's the stuff that legends are made of. And then the, the one line that Jerry Lawler made somewhere in that same uh, conversation, he was like, you know, you're never going to see Babe Ruth versus Barry Bonds. You're never going to see Mike Tyson versus Muhammad Ali. And I'm getting chills thinking about it again. But you are going to see Hulk Hogan versus The Rock. And, man, did they did they put on a show. And as someone who didn't grow up on Hulkamania, you know, Hulkamania ran wild. And, 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 and as cheesy as it sounds, it lives forever. And it, it showed right there. And, and The Rock... You know, handled it well, being in that situation, having the roles reversed on him on the fly, um, proving why he is who he's become one of the one of the all time greats in entertainment. It's, you know, hard, it's hard to go against that for me. Yeah, I, and you know what? That's a that's a great pick. Um, thinking about it as you're as you're describing your 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 thoughts and feelings on this MVP, um, I didn't have I didn't have Hogan as one single sole MVP in part one. Um, if anything, he shared the role. Um, with Ultimate Warrior and with Randy Savage um, in in two of my WrestleMania MVP picks. Um, but this time around, Hogan's going to take it solely for me. No discredit to The Rock. This but, is like Cal Ripken winning the All-Star MVP. No, on not the way necessarily. Out. No, well, not necessarily. <laughs> I'm just I mean, busting that, balls. That, no, that's a, that's a good analogy, though. <laughs> that's a good analogy. But um, I'm, I'm giving Hulk Hogan the MVP for a number of reasons. Number one, um, he would... Going into this match, and I remember this as a fan, I'm sure you guys might, but going into this match, there were a lot of different factors that really um, helped create the moment that we saw with him and Rock. Number one, he was the bad guy going in, and slowly but surely the crowd was turning him good, and that's not what they wanted at the time. And he that ran was... over the Rock with an 18-wheeler. I know. <laughs> they were still know. cheering him. But, then, but you know what, though? <laughs> I think the fans called bullshit when the Rock came back a week later with a Band-Aid under his nipple. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they, they, didn't have, they didn't have the Rock sell the injury long enough. Yeah. Like, to me, like, I felt like the fans kind of, you know, gave it back to the company and was like, all right, you don't want us to believe? Then fuck you. We're going to cheer Hogan now. Yeah. Like, that's, that, yeah. That, 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 to me, I, I felt like that's why the fans in, in some way rebelled against what the company was trying to accomplish. In many ways, it's the precursor to what they what they had done with John Cena and Roman Reigns for a number of yeah. years, trying to portray them as something in the audience not wanting that. Um, anyhow, you know, you had that factor is that the fans were trying to get they were getting behind Hogan and slowly but surely Hogan was becoming the favorite in this storyline heading into that WrestleMania and then it blew up that night in Toronto. Um, you also had to take into account that Hogan hadn't wrestled a, a serious match in two years um, from his time in WCW. So his in-ring ability was questioned going into the match and what he was going to be able to do, especially at his age. Third, and, 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 and this is a big factor I think nobody really takes into account, his age combined with the fact that he broke one of his ribs during that match. Did he? And yeah. he was able to go through the match and go through what they were trying to accomplish. Also factor in that they had to, like you said, Dennis, in mid-match kind of switch roles. To me, that just proved how valuable Hulk Hogan was and is to the entire history of not only just wrestling, but the WWE. Because he was he, he was able to, you know, switch in, in, in mid-match, 
you know, with at his age, with the injuries, and able to put on the performance that he did with the Rock, like yeah. that just shows how valuable he was to the company and how much of a major player he was at that age. You know, because like I said, going into the match. Especially as, for me as a fan, he hadn't wrestled in a couple of years. And I thought to myself, well, The Rock's going to be carrying him. And for the most part, I would say The Rock did do the majority of the legwork because Hogan was hurt. But Hogan also managed to come through when it was necessary. So for me at WrestleMania 18, Hulk Hogan takes the MVP solely. Yeah, I think, um, I think you, you make a lot of good points about Hogan. I think the way that he so seamlessly kind of assimilated to that crowd shifting... It was like riding a bike. Yeah, you know what I mean? I feel like that's like that's old school. And while we are so used to seeing that now, nowadays in, in the WWE, you can tell it's a little more contrived and a little more prepared ahead of time uh, as far as performers and, and trying to uh, stay ahead of the audience. It just seemed like Hogan, and, and I will agree with you, even more so than The Rock, was, was more... Um, like you said, he more ready for it in the sense that like he just knew how to handle it on the fly. Yeah, the Rock certainly you could tell it didn't really click right away, but it caught him off guard a little for like the for like a split second. Yeah, and 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 then he was on board and it was able to then take the lead. But yeah, Hogan, like I said, I think there's a in there's a there's a touch of old school that I think that made him pull that off as well as he did. So oh, I can't absolutely. argue that. Absolutely, um, Dennis. Who do you got for your WrestleMania 19 MVP from 2003? My favorite one of all time, just to throw it out there, is 19. Man. Your favorite WrestleMania of all time? Yeah, 19. Really? That's a, yeah. yeah, that's not a bad pick. No, it's not it really is. Absolutely. That's, that's, a, that's in my top like five of all time so, favorites for me. Uh, go so, ahead. So, was, was Shawn Michaels, I'm not saying this is my MVP match or, okay. or MVP, but was Shawn Michaels... Uh, Shawn Michaels, Jericho, was that the opening match to 19? No, no. but it was close. It was in the middle right. of the card. I was about to say, that might, that, that, that might probably be, in that. if that was, that would be my favorite opener. Of That's probably in the lower third. It was like fourth or fifth, so, I believe. So, we go, of course, we got Brock, we got Brock, uh, uh, Kurt Angle, but I got to go with, and, and, I, I'm, I'm going to be very hipterish about, oh about this pick, but I'm going Vincent, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. <sighs> I, my favorite match in that card was Hogan, Vix McMahon, and I just couldn't believe. Son of a bitch, you I couldn't got believe, me again, man. I couldn't like, believe Vince McMahon was able to do what he did in that match. I get goosebumps. I'm getting goosebumps I talking it, about it. I see it. That the, uh, it's legit, folks. <laughs> Vince, Vince was, for me, stole that absolute show. I, I go I went in, granted, every time you go in, go in to like, see a movie, you're like, this movie's going to be shit. It always goes up beyond expectations. Who goes into a movie saying it's going to be shit? Me, me all the time. Dennis Levy does. Me all of course time. he does. Almost 90% of the you time. You have no positive yeah. not really. aspirations. I'm going to pay $12 and this is going to suck. I'm Let's go to the opposite side. When you go into a movie saying, say, oh, it's going to be awesome. What happens? You go, eh, it was okay. Didn't live up to right? the hype. Yeah. Thought, so, Lord McLaurin, I thought this match was going to suck the ass. But it turned out it was amazing. Yes. It, was, it was amazing. You had Roddy Piper with the run in. Yeah. That that that, uh, that 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 you had Hogan and Vince McMahon literally beating the shit out of each other. My MVP. I didn't see it coming. Vincent Kenny yeah, McMahon. That's. That's a good. That's a good one. I can't. It's hard to argue that one because of what he was able to do in that match. Um, you tugged at my heartstrings again, man, because that's one of my favorite matches to watch when I watched that WrestleMania. Um, being that I grew up, you know, with Hogan and 
you know everything factoring in. But um, I don't know. You want to take the you want to take the lead on this I, one. I, look, I I already gave Vince a couple MVPs in the first seventeen um, of them. Uh, however, he's not he's not my MVP here. Um, you know, I'm giving I'm giving the the game ball here to Kurt Angle. Broken freaking neck. You took mine, yeah. Broken freaking right. neck, man. You know, he was in the main event, and, you know, maybe maybe a lot of my bias goes to, like, I know they had that um, that WrestleMania documentary uh, oh, about, the, uh, yeah, about, I know about WrestleMania 19, and he was, his injury, his, uh, the concern shown for him, and the, the high stakes of the situation with him getting in the ring with Brock Lesnar um, was, a, was a huge point of concern for a lot of people expressed in that uh, documentary and, and knowing his history after that with his neck and his body and breaking down and such to the point where even today they're wondering, you know, how much longer he'll go. Kurt Angle was asked to take a guy in Brock Lesnar who was fresh as monkey's breath, you know, yeah. and, and, and put him in the main event of the biggest show of the year on top of all these matches, on top of a Shawn Michaels and a Chris Jericho, a Vince McMahon and a Hulk Hogan, Triple H and a Booker T. Rock and Steve Austin. Rock and Steve Austin, yeah. And any one of those, you could be like, okay, that guy delivered. Those guys stole the show. Those guys were the show, whatever it is. But Kurt Angle, that you know, you get down to the two-minute drill, and the main event starts, and he's the guy that punches it in. Um, you, 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 uh, to me, the, it's it's a slam dunk, no contest, and I wish so. I wish you didn't have that one, Dave, because I'd argue I could, I'd defend it to death. But that is absolutely the MVP, well, Kurt Angle. Honestly, when I was thinking about this last night before I, um, you know, I had already had my MVP picks, and I was just kind of going through, you know, mentally giving myself mental notes to prepare for you know this recording. And uh, originally, I was going to give the entire show the MVP award. Yeah, you did that a couple times because I did that a few times. Little participation um, trophies. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like a team effort. Yeah. Um, because this WrestleMania for me is as good as the hype was. It delivered and then some um, on a number of levels. Um, and this is one like you know it's your favorite of all time, Dennis. This is you know in my top five of my favorite and in my opinion one of the greatest WrestleManias of all time um, on a number of levels. So I was I was gonna give the whole team. The, the 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 MVP award here in the victory, uh, based on like you said, you had Triple H and Booker T, which was a good story, a solid match, not you know up to par as a WrestleMania you know classic, but it was a solid match. The commentary on that was great, by the way, with mm. Jerry Lawler and Booker T. Mm. Um, you know, Michaels and Jericho, Rock and Austin, not knowing at the time that it was Austin's last match. Um, Hogan and Vince, Kurt and Brock, even the undercard had some great stuff with the triple threat tag title match with the Guerreros and Team Angle and Benoit and Rhino. Um, so much great stuff on the card. If there was one thing that like I would have taken off the card was the Miller Lite Catfight Girls segments. But other than that, like the whole show was really good. Top to bottom. And then I took into account, I tried to, you know, go through each match and try to like give like myself like one last like last call on like who takes the sole MVP. And I and I like everything you said, I thought of Kurt Angle right then and there because of his performance and uh, under the condition that he was in with his neck and getting in there with Brock, knowing his situation and watching it live at a friend's house and seeing Brock bounce him around and suplex after suplex, knowing that he was hurt. It was sometimes cringeworthy to watch what Brock was doing with him because you were afraid that, like, at a moment's notice, it could have ended right then and yeah. there. You know, this this was like Jordan with the flu. 
That's yeah. what this was. Yeah, you know, everyone good, talks about that one. I, I'm gonna, for the record, Dennis, I'm gonna I'm gonna go way over the top on sports analogies mm-hmm. uh, in this one, given that the theme of the episode. But yeah, this I already, is already been one myself. This is uh, yeah, this is Jordan with the flu. Yeah. Uh, you know, was that game six against the Jazz back in the nineties? Yeah. yeah, he he was that the finals game when Jordan when they won. They ended yeah, up winning in Utah. In yeah, Utah. Oh, dude, he, dude threw up what? How many points? Forty six, I think. Had, yeah, with the he, flu, and he had the game winning shot with like point six seconds or something. No, a different like that. game, different game. Is that a different game? Yeah. Okay. That, uh, that oh, was game right. six. That was game six. Yeah. Oh, so this was game yeah. seven. No, no, that yeah, was game. game... Either, yeah, yeah, it was either game two. They lost game one. It was either game two or like Justin said, yeah, game two. It was game two. Okay. Because game five was in Chicago because it was the two three. Two. Back that oh, in. Yeah, 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 Utah, yeah. Okay. Utah, It was game two. I got you. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, this is to me. This is that. This is Jordan with the flu, um, where you know putting it all on the line, uh, and yeah, to me it's just a no-brainer. Kurt Angle, come on, broken yeah. freaking neck. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, days days away from going under the knife. Yeah, I can't I, I can't argue that. And like I said, that's why I kind of did a, a, a last call MVP, and I, I, I settled on uh, on Kurt Angle. Uh, WrestleMania 20, Madison Square Garden, where it all began again in 2004. Um, one of the, 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 the best-hyped WrestleManias, and a, a card that was loaded. Um, you had a lot of good stuff. You had some garbage, but you had a lot of good stuff on that card. Um, let's start with, you know, we'll, we'll kick it off to you, Justin. Um, um, who makes WrestleMania 20 MVP? This may you? not be a popular opinion uh, post-2007, but i got to give it to Chris Benoit. Um, Chris Benoit, in his main event match, you know, getting in the ring and, and mixing it with... He and not just with the big boys. Not even just hung. He was, in many ways, superior. But, he, you know what I mean? He proved why he should have been there, yeah. and some. Um, and being it was the main event, and being that it was such a... Um, it was such a good and well-told story that was kind of just, you know, it just hung for the whole night. You know what I mean? You knew there was all this other good stuff going on, but, and I don't want to say it was a one-match show because it wasn't, but uh, this was still kind of what mattered the most and what people wanted to see. And yeah. it just kind of floated in, in the air in Madison Square Garden that night that this was, while everything was great that you were going to see, still to come was that yeah. the whole yeah. night. Um, and again, they delivered. It's de- it, for what for what it's worth, and I've said this for a long time. I personally don't think it was the best match on that show, and I know that's a little bit of a controversial opinion, um, or an out there opinion. But I think he delivered in a spot where he hadn't been given the opportunity to do so before. The main event, WrestleMania, Madison Square Garden, twenty years in the making. Um, that's a big spot to handle to be given to a guy who's never done it before. Um, and he over-delivered and some. So, yeah, uh, despite uh, how things ended, uh, it's I, I still can't shot, I can't close off history and say that he doesn't deserve the MVP. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to join you in that unpopular club because I'm not picking Benoit to solely take the MVP, but the match itself and the performers in the match, uh, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and Chris Benoit, the collaborative effort that they, were, that, that, that they put together to construct that match, um, the story of you know Michaels and Hunter's hatred for each other um, in the months leading up to it. At one point, there's one part in the match that like really like I don't like to use that term goosebumps, but I get this feeling like oh like this this like excited feeling in me. There was one point where like Michaels was in the ring and he's 
he's showered in his own blood. Yeah. And Hunter is standing on the announce table, and they both just kind of face off and look at each other. I believe Benoit was out of the equation for a moment at this point, and you just see Michael's like, come on, come on, give it to me. Come on, you son of a bitch, give it to me. And Hunter's like, all right, you want some? All right, all right, let's go. And he gets in the ring, and they go at it. Um, to me, that like that was like the height of their um, their that personal rivalry, like really coming to a head on like a big stage, like WrestleMania. The like you said, the story, you know, it was it was the common thread throughout the course of the night, even with the vignette with Guerrero trying to hype up Benoit in the back, and everyone knew that like. Yeah, we're going to get a rock and sock reunion. Yeah, The Undertaker, the dead man's returning. Or Eddie Guerrero's going to face Kurt Angle in the classic. But like you said, still to come. You knew like the most important match on the card was Benoit, Michaels, and Hunter. And I feel like throughout, you know, from the beginning, throughout the course of the, 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 um, the you know the the, the evening with the story that was told it it, it blew up masterfully uh, you know at the yeah. end so to me I'm gonna go with the triple threat match I'm gonna join you in the unpopular club uh, Dennis where do you stand in WrestleMania 20 Eddie Guerrero no doubt about it I don't okay. hate it yeah I don't hate it no, I think that was the best match of the night it's too and it's, so it's though. weird it's weird that I'm not even picking that that, 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 that duo that's what I'm going with best match and I think he slightly outperformed Kurt Angle. So I gotta go Eddie Guerrero. I really did. I thought, okay, let me I thought he I thought, I thought he outperformed. And I'm not saying I'm not saying say he carried the match. No, 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 no. But, the, but, I, but I thought I, I thought it was the best match, and he was the better performer. I got. I, I'm going Eddie Guerrero. No uh, doubt about it. Okay. All right. All right. Um, yeah, you can't argue that for sure. Uh, let's go WrestleMania 21. Who wants to start things off? Uh, do you, Dennis? You want um. So look, I'm just trying to. Try to get the card here. Someone who didn't come prepared, but yeah, no, I'm sorry. just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry. Way yeah, to go, but, uh, Dennis. Justin, you're 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 more of the historian than I am. Why don't you start? Uh this okay. So this, so I let me back up a half second. So I talked about how I was disappointed that I hadn't watched WrestleMania 18 live. Well, I continued that trend again for WrestleMania 19. Um, unfortunately, I was able to. I watched it not too long after. I watched 20 live and haven't looked back. Uh, however, I do remember watching WrestleMania 21, and um, we tried to order it out in pay-per-view at the house. Yes. There was some sort of technical difficulty yep. with, the, with the pay-per-view uh, you know, company, so we had to... We raced in the we car to Hooters. We had to book it to Hooters, <laughs> yes. which was crowded. We never got a table. We're literally standing there at the front of the restaurant watching the, watching show. the show, and we saw this On match. On TV. Um, among other things, so we didn't actually, so I didn't actually, we didn't watch that whole WrestleMania live, unfortunately. Yeah, no, we, we had didn't. we had to miss a, a few minutes of it. However, this is the match that blows it away. This is probably after Rock and Hogan, the next generational battle, and not generational battle of larger than life characters, generational battle of wrestlers, you know, guys who knew how to work and and tell beautiful stories in the ring. And, and and have the, the Swiss Army knife at their disposal. Um, whew! Uh, it's quite it, the build-up. Oh, my goodness. Um, this was this was Rembrandt versus Van Gogh, uh, in a, you know, at a paint night. Um, All right, man, I'm ready to come. Yeah. Are you... Yeah. <laughs> you done jerking, I know where he's going. You've done jerking but, but, me I, off. I agree. But yeah. everything you said. It, it, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's Kurt Angle. It's, yep. it's, it's Shawn Michaels. Yeah. They're, 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 they're splitting the baby, as, as Dennis Lovey would say. Mm. Um, 
<laughs> Splitting the baby. Yeah. That's a gambling term. Um, yeah. So, and yeah. I like it. It's, it's, and I'm sure, and it sounds like you guys agree. It's, it's, it was a great WrestleMania, I thought. A very good one, rather. Yeah. Um, but this one just literally was the definition of a show stopping match. Made, uh, yeah. Start to finish. That's you two, Dan? No, 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 no. Actually, it's not. I, oh. I, I, the best match on the card by far, arguably. Arguably top five best WrestleMania match or wrestling. Forget about WrestleMania. Top ten best match I've ever seen in my life. It's gonna be a very, very strange. At the that being said, it's gonna be a very strange thing for me not to say that. But Randy Orton was the only person ever, in my opinion, where 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 he. Where I thought the Undertaker was defeated. I mean that. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a good what one. He did, when he when Undertaker did the choke slam and he reverts the RKO, I'm like, it's over. He won, and I I was bananas and they kicked yeah. out. And I'm like, oh man, I actually thought that was bad booking that Orton didn't win that match. I don't and that, that, uh, that, that, uh, that was the one moment. I that, that that not when Shawn Michaels super kicked him and Undertaker and then then, then, then Triple H did the pedigree. That's everyone's moment where they said, oh, it's over. The the one time I I, I, I was I was never tricked ever since. Seriously, when he kicked out of the RKO. I, I was never tricked ever since. That 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 uh, that, that, that was the one time I, I really thought. Of course, I lost to Lesnar, and everyone saw Roman Reigns one coming. That uh, but the one, but before Brock Lesnar, the one time I was fooled to think the Undertaker was going to lose at WrestleMania was when when that RKO out of nowhere with the choke slam. I got to give the like I said that moment to me was more special than even watching that amazing match. That, 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 uh, I got to give it up to Randy Orton with my MVP. It, it, sort of it, it was a good match. I, I did enjoy it, and uh, I, I didn't have high expectations going into it, but um, you know, it was definitely a fun match to watch. Um, you're right, Angle and Shawn Michaels um, definitely put on a show. You know, Rembrandt and Van Gogh. Um, you know, the, the build up. You know. To leading to that match with the two of them being, you know, both guys are on, you know, one's on Raw, one's on SmackDown. That inner promotional battle was pretty cool, and it's the, easily the best match on the card. There's a lot of great stuff on this card. Um, however, I'm gonna go, and this is this this might ruffle some feathers here. As big a Shawn Michaels fan as I am, I'm not giving the MVP to him and Kurt Angle because. I knew that that match was going to be a good match. I'm giving the MVP to someone who really stood out and surprised me at this WrestleMania, and that's Shelton Benjamin and his performance in, the money, in, his performance in the money in the Bank ladder oh, match. Oh, that's a good one. The, the Money in the Bank ladder match was a new concept that was very interesting. They had a, a, a great crop of guys to kick that concept off, but at the same time, it, it had a lot to follow up. You had all those great TLC matches that Edge and Christian and the Hardys and the Dudleys were involved in. The ladder match classics with Shawn Michaels over the years at WrestleMania. This had, this had to really deliver. Even though the, the, the prize was a little bit different, being that it was a contract for a title shot in the future, this this had to deliver. And Shelton Benjamin, I felt, was a key component in helping that match deliver. His innovation with the ladder, just his balls-to-the-wall um, mentality when he was working in that match, the, the, the running up the ladder stairs that he created, the clothesline Jericho, the suplex off the ladder, the, 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 the suicide dive off the ring, you know, out, out to the ring floor. To me, Shelton Benjamin takes the MVP for WrestleMania 21. Um, yeah, that's... I that, thought, great rebuttal. And, and 
Go that, for it. I want to hear no, it. No, no, no. I'm saying I think that's a great reply. No, I want to hear it. That, that, uh, that, that, uh, it, 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 is there, it, that really a WrestleMania comment here, but is there anybody better in the ladder match than, than the Sheldon Benjamin? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, 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 uh, oh, yeah. He's pretty much the MVP of any ladder match. <laughs> that, that, uh, yeah. that, 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 that is his match. And that, uh, and of course, one of my favorite, not, not, once again, not a WrestleMania moment, but my favorite, uh, Sheldon Benjamin ladder match moment was when MVP botched his move and then he just takes him and power slams him right out outside of the ring. That was uh, a re- that, that was at a WrestleMania. Was that WrestleMania? 24? I'm sorry. 20, I'm sorry. 25. I thought that was the money in the yes, bank. Yes, yes, you're I thought right. That was money in the bank. That was, that money was money. by far my favorite. Oh my god, I laughed so hard and he was <laughs> he was so legitimately mad. It was oh that that moment was so good. Wow, oh, so good. I, great. I, I, I want to change my answer. I really do. <laughs> you can. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm going with Sheldon Benjamin. I really do. All right. I, 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 I really am. I've I, I never been more convinced. Uh, no one convinced me more about an opinion than, than you right now. Oh, look at that. I'm switching my pick. I'm switching my pick. But granted, though, seriously, that moment, though, when Randy, when Randy Orton, uh, that, that, when, when they fooled me with Randy Orton with the RKO, that that. That was an awesome moment for me. It really was so. But but as a performer that night, I, I Dave, I agree. It's Sheldon Benjamin. Well, I totally agree. I appreciate that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm actually gonna kick things off with this next one. WrestleMania twenty two in two thousand and six. Going into this WrestleMania, um, there were quite a few injuries on the roster and uh, at least as a fan, there were some disappointments creatively. Edge had won the WWE title and then lost it back three weeks later. It was rather disappointing that he wasn't going to be a part of the title picture for WrestleMania. Shawn Michaels was wrestling Vince McMahon, and I didn't really... It was okay, but I, you know, going into it, it was okay. I didn't really have any kind of serious investment in it. It just felt like a rehashed Austin McMahon storyline. Um, Batista was hurt. Eddie Guerrero had passed away a few months prior. So uh, going into this WrestleMania, I didn't have high hopes for it, but it over-delivered, in my opinion. They made up for um, some of the some of the, uh, the, the the losses that they had suffered, um, you know, heading into that WrestleMania. And to me, it's a great show. It's one of my favorite WrestleManias of all time, a very underrated WrestleMania. Of course, we got Edge and McFoley, the hardcore match, the spot with the flaming table, um, Rey Mysterio winning the world title, uh, you know, Shawn Michaels and Vince's, you know, classic no holds barred street fight, whatever you want to call it. That was great too. Um, but for me, the MVP goes to the Chicago crowd. I'm giving it to the Chicago audience that night because they delivered in just about every match. Even even their participation in the Boogeyman Booker T Charmel handicap match was a lot of fun. The way that they kind of got behind Mickey James, who was this psycho heel that you know was stalking Trish. Um, and, and anointing Mickey James as like their their champion. Uh, this was the first WrestleMania that John Cena had like a, a an, an opposing another op- opposing figure to deal with, and that was the audience as opposed to his opponent. Um, this crowd was just red hot from the beginning to end, and it was a lot of fun going back and watching this show. So yeah, WrestleMania 22 MVP goes out to the people in Chicago that were there tonight because they helped make that show a lot of fun. Who, who wants at it? Who, who wants at it? I, since you went a little different, I want to go a little different too. That 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 uh, I, I this is gonna be a very unpopular opinion, but but everyone knows that 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 I'm a huge fan of women's wrestling 
and I've been a, I've been a fan of it for, for, for since I was a little 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 lad. I my favorite women's match of all time, and I mean that to this day, is Trish Stratus versus Mickey James. The story that they told, the 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 the, the move set that they did, it was a thank God a one on one match at WrestleMania. That that uh, I'm serious. That 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 uh, for for what they did that night, and just like. It, of course, when you know when she did the pussy lick and everything like that, it was such it was such a great woman's match that 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 uh, that uh, I I I'm, I'm doing co MVP. The pussy Mickey lick, was, the pussy lick was the it, high spot. It was so great. It was so great. The story that they told and it just like and I I I just can't say enough about about how good of a match that was. That uh, like I said, it's my till this day my favorite woman's match of all time. Mickey James and and uh, Trish Stratus stole the sh- stole my heart that night. And okay. That, 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 those are my co MVPs for WrestleMania 22. All right, Justin. Ooh, uh, staring straight in the face of the Chicago audience was the subject of their disdain. John Cena. He's my MVP. He and I. A lot of my MVPs are have been for the same reason. He was in the main event. He was asked to deliver, and he proved he could hang with Triple H. And he proved he could take everything that crowd gave him. Um, you know, in the one-on-one matchup, if you will, you know, to go to another sports analogy, I think John Cena won. Um, he was able to handle it. And um, maybe that's a small victory. Maybe that's a silver lining, I guess. Because it wasn't necessarily the best performance of the night. Not even close. But I think, you know, almost in, in out of respect for how he conducted himself and how he was able to go unfazed, actually. I think he was relatively unfazed. Um, yeah, and his entrance was badass. I thought his, yeah. his, his mafia entrance. The Al Capone. Yeah, yeah well, I thought that was really cool and ended up being the uh, setting the tone for what was, for many years, a good stretch of John Cena entrances, which might have some MVP appearances later down Ooh. the road. All right. Um, WrestleMania entrances, that is. But yeah, I think John Cena is the MVP uh, because this firmly established after a year of people not really sure about John Cena, despite his ascension, his rise to the top, this further affirmed most people's belief. Yep, yep, no, he is the guy. It's not Batista, it's not Triple H. They're not going in another direction. They believe in this guy. And it, it was, uh, it was that's definitely it. Yeah, he's the MVP. Okay, all right. Uh Moving on, we, we, we go to WrestleMania 23 in Detroit at Ford Field in 2007. The first WrestleMania you and I, Justin, have, had attended. Um, a very exciting time for us. It had been a long time uh, for us to get to a WrestleMania, and it was definitely... Caught a, the bug at this one, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the bu- yeah, the, yeah, you caught the bug, and it's and it's stuck with you ever since. I've had to uh, bow out a few times, uh, you know, unfortunately. But I'll be back. Don't worry. I'll be back at another WrestleMania. I'm sure of it. Um, anyhow, uh, Dennis, why don't you kick things off? Who's your WrestleMania 23 MVP? So, uh, so, so you lads were your first WrestleMania... This was the first and only WrestleMania, or probably any pay per view. I even, I could just, I'm really digressing here, but that that at all the pay per views I ever bought, I even when I even saw the 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 ECW one that's so bad, the you know December December this month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're trying to get at. I was able to. They should take that one off the network and not be able to watch it. But I was able to watch that through and through. Right, as boring it was. 
Ugh. I fell asleep at this WrestleMania. I think this is the worst WrestleMania of all time. I wow! Really, I really Holy believe, shit! And I really believe that. So, with that being said, I shit on totally this. I yeah, think, you don't get you don't get a vote. The, 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 and I mean that. I don't even want to talk about this WrestleMania. Oh my god! I hate this WrestleMania so much. Oh I think everyone involved should be ashamed of themselves, and I mean. Oh. Not only, did, not only did I fall asleep during this WrestleMania, I saw it over the years again, and I still have that distinct, like, like this is horrible. I, I hate this WrestleMania, don't want to talk about it. You gentlemen I, can discuss this. I, uh, oh, man. Yeah, you can't just say that this and step was, out of here. All right, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out, time out. Let's, let, let, let's, let's pump the brakes for a minute. You know, what makes this the worst WrestleMania of all time? Okay. Please, just explain to me. All right, let's go down. He's going to go to Wikipedia to tell us. Uh, I, no, I, 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 I am on Wikipedia, that's true. That, well, that but, wasn't a compliment. Okay, as mentioned, I fell asleep the majority of it. So that, sure you weren't high when you fell asleep? Uh, was I buy it back then? Yeah, I probably was actually. Yeah, exactly. Go on, tell oh, us why yeah. this was such a terrible WrestleMania. <laughs> all, right, all right, the latter match was uh, the latter match. I did, I did like. I'd be the first one I admit. That, that, so maybe okay. I'm going, Mr. Kennedy, CM Punk. If you were really gun to the head, that, that, that I thought. Yeah, no, no, there's no right, gun to okay. the head. You already made the declaration right. that this is the worst okay. WrestleMania. Okay. Of all you time. shot yourself okay. in the head. Yeah, yeah. Explain to us why. You committed suicide here. Right? Yeah. Explain to us why. All right, let's, let's go down the card. All right, it's a so opening match. We got Kalito and Ric Flair versus Chavo and and Greg. That was that, that was that that. Hold on. Yeah. Let's back the up. Lumberjack match. That that was that was on the on the free for all. All right. The pre-show, yeah. Yeah, the match, right. the night started with the Money Actually, in the Bank. Actually, that wasn't match. even a free-for-all. That was a DVD exclusive. They yeah, that wasn't after- even live. You, yeah. No one saw that. All right, so that being said, that being said I do remember watching that match. But anyway, well, we said it was on a DVD. Yeah. But then, uh, like I said, you gentlemen have way better memories than me. Anyway, so a lot of match was good. A lot of match was good. And then we went to Kalito, K- I mean, uh, Great Khali Kane. Give me a break. Yeah. That, that, that then you got Chris I, Benoit. I, I did, I did what did you want? Arm drags and no, fucking sleep throw? Okay. What's going on? The next match later. The next match. It's it's Chris Benoit versus MV fucking P. That was a good match. <laughs> was it really? Was yeah. it really? What did you want? All right. What did you want? What did you want? Continue. Yeah. What did you want? This is great. Then, and then the next match after that. Undertaker Batista. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Absolutely. Whoa, what the fuck. Wow. Holy Absolutely. shit. Absolutely. Oh, man. Absolutely. Oh, I, my I, goodness. I did not enjoy that match whatsoever. Holy shit. Oh, and then, and then it, Talk about taking a dump without flushing. Yeah. Holy cow. Then the next match after that is is the, the delicious uh, the, 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 the eight-man the eight man tag match. Well, ECW that, versus the, and then, and then, the course, new breed? Yeah. Then after that, then after that you got bot. You got the Lashley versus Omaga, the hair match. It's the billionaires match, not Lashley versus Omaga. Course, course, That's what you course, give a fuck about Lashley and Omaga. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then the eighth match into it. That as much as you know, everyone knows, I got women's pride, and I got and I love women's wrestling. Probably one of the worst women. Other than other than like pillow fights and strip, you know, strip matches. Not on that day. That, that, you, that, you, got, you got Melina versus Ashley, probably the worst WrestleMania women's match of all time. And then finally, you got Cena, Shawn Michaels, okay match. Wow. That, 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 I would say I think the best, like I said, the best Holy match in my shit. opinion was was the latter match was good. Everything else was okay to below. D raking, <laughs> absolutely D raking. This WrestleMania stunk. Your, your face. If 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 I get. Could... <laughs> 
I'm gonna take. Hold on, I'm gonna Shit. have to take a picture of this and put it on our social media. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow. Um, oh my goodness! And I paid whatever it was at the time. Whatever it was, I invited people over. They were having a good time because they were drinking beers and all this other stuff. I take wrestling serious. It's kind of like you know. No shit. Of course, when you do a WrestleMania, when you do like Super Bowl party per se, what 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 do you do? You do everything. Other than watch watch football. That's why you got to go to WrestleMania, man. But, 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 no, but, but anyway, what I try to say though, even though I was the host of this, of this WrestleMania party, I saw every match. I should have been like everyone else, drink beer, I talk to everyone else. I wish I did. Yeah, you could have gotten late that night, man. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, well, he, yeah. well, well, I guess uh, he did get late because he fucked himself. Yeah, for not the, really enjoying this at, WrestleMania. At, at the end of the day, no, no, I don't. What I said, I got to digress because WrestleMania two is, is up there too. WrestleMania two and WrestleMania twenty three, in my opinion, wow. are co. Uh, co uh, worst, worst WrestleMania ever. Oh my god! I, I really believe that. All right. Wow. All right. Wow. Alright, where do we go from there? Yeah, let's well, take, yeah. let me actually give you my MVP. <laughs> While you were throwing up watching this match, <laughs> um, I was... You were throwing yourself at the dollar bills that were coming up down from the yeah. ceiling when Donald Trump made his entrance. I being, remember that. Being one of 80,000 plus people at Ford Field. you caught a fucking five dollar bill at that point. <laughs> yeah. Um, I could have gone in a couple directions. I almost, I almost gave the MVP honors... To uh to, to President Trump, but uh, unfortunately, he's not gonna get it, and um, I'm sure that's gonna upset him greatly. But um, it has yeah, to. You might to... get my podcast shut down. Yeah, just, just so yeah, you know, you know so. yeah, exactly. You're taking the heat on that one. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, but no, it's got to go to the Undertaker. Um, and I'm saying just the Undertaker because uh, as great as a star as Batista was, is um. You know, you can argue likely that Undertaker, as the veteran, was tasked with making that match work and being as good as it was, and it stole the show, in my opinion. Uh, I think Sean and Cena was a great match. Um, I don't... Relative to other WrestleMania main events, is it... Of the 34 matches that went on last, is it one of the best? No, but it is still damn good. Um, Solid, damn good main event. Very predictable. Everyone knew Cena was going to win, so that kind of takes the fun out of it. But um, still a damn good match. Um, and that match made John Cena uh, a lot more than I think people give it credit for. But anyways, see, uh, Undertaker as the MVP, um, they stole the show. They, re- they, 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 they made Ford Field pause after that match um, to go, holy crap, Like we did not see that coming. And it kind of transformed the Undertaker and kind of kicked off this era of, of uh, matches that the Undertaker would have probably the prime of his WrestleMania career uh, started here. Um, From a work rate standpoint? Yeah, these yeah. were the best matches, as, yeah. as we would, we'll go into shortly. Uh, these were the best matches of his career on the biggest stage. Um, so, yeah, given the fact that he was the lead dog, the, the main man, you know, between the two in the ring, and, you know, being tasked with, ta- with, with, with driving the car, if you will, I'm giving it to the Undertaker. He... he he knocked it out of the park for sure. 
You know, Dennis, you, you lived up to the hype at the beginning of this recording about being this wild card because I did not see that one coming at all. You've really made you've really made quite maybe, the mark on maybe, this countdown. Maybe because I paid pay good hard money for this for, for this. Maybe uh, yeah, my flight out I mean, there was I, fucking nothing. Dropping the bucket. No, 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 no. no I'm just saying. No, yeah, right. No big deal. I mean, yeah. the, the ticket it, it, was a Christmas present, but whatever. <laughs> Thank God it was a Christmas present. <laughs> like, 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 when you go to another friend's house or you watch it like on, on the network or something, right? And, like, if something sucks, right? Just a day, it's just like, okay, whatever. But, but when you pay good hard cash for, for it and it's a stinker, there's also a, there's an, another level of like that sour taste in your mouth. So I, I'm telling you, I. I I just remember, and I wasn't the only one that said it, too. That's probably why you feel so bad. You probably, like, hyped up this WrestleMania party, brought all your friends, everything, and then they were like, dude, this sucks, because they don't know good wrestling, because they don't watch it. And you're like, oh, yeah, I guess it does. And maybe that was the case, but like like I said, I I was pissed. I I was going to throw my remote at the TV at this fucking thing. That that WrestleMania could not end fast enough for me. I'm just like, this sucks. That, that, That WrestleMania... Um, yeah, I don't know where that to go. WrestleMania right, well, sounds me, like let, it broke your heart. Let, let me, all right. Let me regroup here. Yeah. Um, get your bearings. Yeah, my, my MVP, Batista's going to share this with Undertaker. Um, because, um, like, a, it's been an ongoing theme in, also in part one of this countdown that I didn't see this coming. I didn't see the two of them having the match of the night. Um, I remember specifically when we went to, uh, Hockey Town. Um, and had lunch that day, and we were talking about what matches that we were looking forward to. Um, I remember saying to you and to a couple other people in the group, um, I was like, Undertaker's going to win it, but I don't think it's going to be that great of a match. I just (laughs) didn't have high hopes for him and Batista and the style of wrestling that that those two had. I didn't think that it was going to mesh well. Right. you know, based off of the the match he had with a big a big man like Mark Henry the year prior. As a matter of fact, that WrestleMania was on the TV. They were playing it in the in the sports bar when we That's were right. watching. So um, I didn't have high hopes going into it, and it blew me out of the water. Um, if you remember, Justin, when we got to WrestleMania, um, the seats we were sitting in, we were sitting next to the hard camera, and they had like a scaffolding structure, and it obstructed our view of the um, of the, uh, the 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 entrance, the, the the ramp. And four out of our nine tickets, we um, we had to get replaced, and some of us ended up on the floor yep. of WrestleMania, tenth um, row behind the announcers' table. So I remember. Um, we would take turns for certain matches to get on the floor. And I, mi- I remember, you know, at one point I had said to um, my buddy who had a couple of his kids, I said, can my brothers come down for the main event? And that's when you got to go on the floor for um, for, for Michaels and Cena. I and made I- it down there for the haircutting of Vince McMahon. Oh, that's so right. I, I always kind of... I remember that. You know, post 2016, I'm not, I don't I don't tout it a lot, but before then I I was very much like, yeah, I was there. I was you know, 50 yards away yeah. if that from watching Trump shave Vince's yeah. hair cuz I thought that was a big history making moment yeah. and it still is, but you know, and, and, yeah, given where we are right now, it seems a little eh. Yeah. But um it's still there. It exists and you know, I I I still will, you know, tell a person, tell a friend to tell a friend that I was there uh to see that happen. Um but yeah, I the one that mattered the most to me is the one I wanted to be on the floor for for the main event. But uh, 
the best match had already happened at that point. Yeah, no, it was a great match. I remember, and I remember because I was I was also thinking of you know you and Daryl. At one point, um, I stayed on the floor for the Money in the Bank, and then I kind of bounced back and forth because yeah. I had that that liberty to with my ticket. But I stayed on the floor for Undertaker's entrance because I wanted to see it because our view was obstructed with the scaffolding yeah, structure. Yeah. So otherwise, I'd only be able to see it on the screen. And at you know. Almost, you know, 75 yards away, you could feel the heat on the floor from, like, the flames from his entrance, which was so cool. And it was awesome to be a part of that. And then I went back up and watched the match, and I was, like, jumping out of my chair, like, oh, my God, this is great. You remember Rob's buddy, Jeff? Yeah, yeah. He's no longer, he passed away just recently. No no way. Yeah, yeah, a heart attack. Damn, Uh, that guy was awesome. Yeah, he was. Sorry to hear. Yeah, I know him and Rob had a falling out. I don't know if they had gotten back together but he had passed away about oh, a year man, a little sucks. over a year ago um no he ran hard he was <laughs> he did he was like the jake the snake that was a fun yeah. weekend yeah, yeah he, <laughs> another podcast yeah oh, that, oh don't worry that's coming up next week um but um jeff even got out of his chair a few times and was like oh he almost won that oh this guy like jeff didn't watch wrestling had no emotional investment of it he just came along for the um, for the trip yeah, I'm, I'm happy he made it to wrestlemania in yeah, that and, sense and, because and, you know. he, and he was i could watch his reaction it was crazy um to see someone who had no emotional investment and it wasn't a wrestling fan he was getting into that match that's another reason why i put undertaker and batista yeah. as the mvp but because it also over-delivered. High, expectations were not high. I didn't think those two were going to mesh real well. I was looking forward to Sean and Cena. They delivered. The ladder match delivered. The The moment at the end when Trump shaved Vince's head, that was cool with Austin involved. Um, I'm not going to debate you so why you feel this is the worst WrestleMania ever because you just basically gave us your, um, your, your declaration uh, as to why. But, um, yeah, uh, for me... WrestleMania 23 goes to Batista and Undertaker. I can't argue your points as to why Undertaker right, right, right. has you know the, the 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 honors himself, but this was like a bigger match for Batista. He, even though a couple of years prior he was kind of made when he wrestled Triple H, and Triple H really helped further him along and make him into a star. But Undertaker made him a bigger deal after that match. I feel. I feel like he was yeah. even, he was even made into a bigger star after working with Undertaker. And it, and I gained a newfound appreciation for Batista because if you remember, 2005 he was red hot. Coming off that victory with Triple H, he had beaten him three times in a row. Then he got hurt, and he came back, and he kind of lost a step or two. And then Undertaker kind of helped put him back yeah. on the saddle again. And for me, I, I I give the honors to both guys for this one. WrestleMania 24. Please don't tell me. Oh, absolutely not. This great, is the great worst card. WrestleMania. No, this was a great card. This okay. Was a great card. All right. WrestleMania 24 in Orlando. And I'm torn, I'm torn between a lot of guys. Another, another WrestleMania, Justin, you and I had attended. Probably one of my favorite shows, that wrestling shows in general that, that I've attended of all time. Um we're going to switch it up. Why don't you go first, Justin, and tell me who your WrestleMania 24 MVP is? I kind of have a feeling where you're going, but go I ahead. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, let me know, if, let me know if, if I hit it on the head. But okay. uh, kind of for the same reasons I picked The Undertaker, and, and knowing even more so for sure of the circumstances surrounding this moment, um, given the testimony of one of those involved. I'm giving it to Shawn Michaels and Shawn Michaels alone. Nail on the head. That's Um, mine, I think it's going to be unanimous. Ric Flair has gone on the record as saying that he basically 
was just in the ring with Shawn Michaels as Shawn Michaels painted this beautiful picture of which really told the story of Ric Flair's 35 plus year career. Um, it's a no brainer for me. And same here. But same with here. with that being said, and another contra- another out there opinion is I don't think it was the best match on the show. No, no, no. Uh, I thought that that honor goes to Edge and the Undertaker. I thought that was the best match on the show. And then you had Floyd Mayweather and Big Show, which for what it was was it was fun, awesome. Yeah, you know what I mean, awesome. You know, it, it was just entertainment to a T. But again, Shawn Michaels. Um, I think put himself in a rarefied air in the history of wrestling that night. That is that is, that is exclusive to probably just him and maybe even Ric Flair as far as the ability to paint a beautiful picture and tell a, a story unlike any other. And and that's a class, like I said, that he's in with probably Ric Flair. Jr. said it that night. Uh, if Ric Flair is one, how do you not argue that Sean is in one Why, A? Yeah, and that's. That's the truth. And yeah, and being in the audience that night and seeing and just feeling it, you just feel those things as they happen. Um, you know, it was chills again. Um, this is why I love doing this because I get to kind of jump back into Reminisce, it. Yeah. Um, that was probably the first in my WrestleMania attendance career, if you will. This is probably at this point the most impactful WrestleMania moment I was a part of for sure. On top of. Stepping into WrestleMania, the universe of WrestleMania that I like to call it, um, that on, t- on top of stepping into it for the first time a year prior, this was probably the most impactful moment t- at that point, for sure. So, Dennis, you said unanimously, Shawn hey, Michaels? Absolutely, absolutely. The only thing I want to add, I hate when retirement matches aren't retirement matches. That, 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 uh, it just, I, 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 I know it's wrestling, and wrestling's not supposed to make, make sense at the end of the day. But, 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 uh, that, 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 uh, but, but, like, you know, I'm glad he did it, though, in a way, because one of my favorite matches of all time was Big Show versus Ric Flair. The only ECW, the, the new ECW. Oh, that's, that's right. That's, they did that's, wrestle on ECW. That, that was such an amazing match. I'm glad it happened and all that other stuff. But when you lose a retirement match, for fuck's sake, stay retired. It just cracks me up. It's kind of like, you know, when you got the shark cage match, you're trying to, like, have that person not involved. You know that person's always going to get involved. Yeah. In a retirement match, you know that person's not going to be retired. Yeah. Mick Foley, Ric Flair, you I can just go point. down the list. Yeah, you, you know, you That's make... the only thing that 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 that, that, that uh, really grinds my ge- grinds my uh, gears. But uh, with that all being said, that, well, that, WrestleMania 23 uh, say... performance really grinded your gears oh, a few yeah, moments like, ago. Oh, yeah. but, like, like I said, uh, I guess. Uh, but, but no, I get, but, uh, no, I get what you're saying. WrestleMania, you know, Ric Flair. But that story, no. that match, that, 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 that it was an, it was insanely good, and it was so properly booked that. Shawn Michaels was that guy to put down Old Yeller, you know what I mean? And that, that, uh, yes. that, that, Who can that, forget uh, that? Oh, that, my that, God. That, that, uh, it, it, it was I really got your good. old Yeller and, now. And, and on paper, yeah, Undertaker Edge was maybe the better, like, 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 in, like, ring like, match, like, yeah. like in ring match. But the story it told, I thought it was a better match than the, even the Undertaker Edge match. I, 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 that, that, uh, did, uh, so that being said, I would unanimously say, yeah, that Shawn Michaels, absolutely. You know, um, yeah, unanimously, I think we can all agree Shawn Michaels takes the MVP for this WrestleMania. Um, you know, who can forget? I'm sorry, I love you, yeah. and then yeah. boom! Like I remember, 
you know, you and I didn't sit together at this WrestleMania. We These are probably the best seats I ever had at WrestleMania, by the way. They, no, they were great seats. Yeah. Um, even though that pillar was kind of in the way a little bit, it wasn't in the way too much. Um, yeah, I was in the aisle. Yeah, oh, yeah, you were in the had, aisle. Yes, I was had. on the opposite side of the barricade, the last two seats on the aisle. Okay. Uh, of the aisle way. So, on the opposite end of our row was the barricade to the row. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I was actually opposite on the other side of the barricade. Um, across from you, but in the riser seats. Yeah, um, that's right. So I have a good view of the ring and the guys coming out. Um, I will say, um, watching this live, uh, this was the, you said it's the first impactful WrestleMania moment that you were a part of. I would have to agree with you on a number of levels, um, not only because Shawn Michaels was, you know, one of my favorites of all time, but, you know, this is the first time and probably one of the only few times I've actually got emotional watching a match at a WrestleMania. I I began to shed a few tears. My girlfriend at the time didn't really didn't really <laughs> understand that. She was not really she 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 wanted to just see the match end because she thought Ric Flair, you know, was unacceptable for him to wrestle without a shirt on. Um, she didn't really get it or understand that's it. Hard. That's why no, she's she not my girlfriend. <laughs> but um, the the uh, the moment um, like I said, watching on the screen when you know he 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 says, I'm sorry, I love you. And then flares walk up the ramp with the standing ovation. As I, I just, every, every moment he was walking up the, um, the, uh, the ramp, um, I was thinking of like all the great moments that, you know, Flair has been a part of that I grew up watching. Like I had it pictured in my head as he's walking up, like him and the four horsemen in front of that set on TBS with Tony Schiavone and David Crockett, uh, you know, for Jim Crockett promotions and the old world championship wrestling show on Saturdays on TBS, um, his Royal Rumble victory. I, it was like Ric Flair's wrestling career was flashing before my eyes as I was, as he yeah. was walking up the ramp. And as I was like, tears were like streaming down my face. And I know this may sound bullshit and very cliche, but, but like I said, I got emotional for it because I grew up. Ric Flair was one of the guys that I grew up watching, um, and I can't honestly say that um, you know I was any more emotional in a moment in watching wrestling than that moment right there. Um, Michaels, you know, being the one to have to put old Yeller down, like you said, Dennis. The great promo that happened that Monday night before. I remember we watched your. I was still I was in Florida when it, when we were watching it, but you were I I think you were on your way. Uh, what the day after? No, the the pro no the old yellow oh. promo. Um, I just remember yeah, you texted yeah. me and you were like, "Holy shit!" Like, I that was I wa- no, actually this is the 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 only time I ever flew JetBlue, and I don't know why it was because I was so enamored with the fact you could watch TV on the plane in two thousand eight, and I was like, and I and they had they had um. The, they had the USA Network or whatever. Monday Night Raw was on, and I was able to watch it. So I got to watch that, and I was like, "Yes!" Like WrestleMania weekend just started. Yeah, you know what I mean. I got to watch that, and I was like, "We're here! Boom! Let's go!" Because yeah. I was living in New York at the time, and I flew out. Of, flew oh, out of New that's York. right. That's right. You were going to college at, uh, in St. John's. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Okay, yeah. So yeah, for me, WrestleMania 24, it, Shawn Michaels takes the cake unanimously here. I don't think that's anything we can argue. Uh, WrestleMania 25, the Silver Anniversary from 2009. Um, all right, I'm just gonna. I, I'll, I'll get things started. To me, Shawn Michaels Undertaker, the match. The, the greatest wrestling match in the history of wrestling, the greatest WrestleMania match, and for me, the MVP stole the show, over-delivered. I, I knew it was going to be a classic, and they, they delivered, and then some. I, I, get, I 
<laughs> whenever we do these WrestleMania marathons, whenever I watch WrestleMania leading up to the, the, the current WrestleMania, I make sure I watch that match. I have to watch that match. It's like, it's, it, it's, it's near the closest thing to being a perfect match in wrestling, in my opinion. Um, you know, all the people that watch Ring of Honor and New Japan and all those, go- you know, all those shows, you know, they, I'm sure they would argue it, you know, the, the, the Kenny Omegas of the world and, you know, say, oh, no, that's a greater match. To me, this was a fucking work of art. And I don't like using that term a whole lot, but that was a fucking work of art. Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, takes the MVP for WrestleMania 25. Who wants? Change my, change my mind. Fight take me, it, Dennis. Bro. Take it. Take it. I totally agree with the with, with, with saying with say that 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 it would be egregious to say any other match any other two two guys would be MVP, but I would where 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 it's argumentative of course when you say it was like the best WrestleMania match and all this stuff. My one gripe, and I know I know it was even the Undertaker's fault. I I I, I forgot who what wrestler was the camera guy. You had one Sin, job. It was Sin Snooker. It was yeah, Jimmy Snooker. Yeah, it was fucking playing the job. Camera. Catch the Undertaker, and he missed it. It's, 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 all right, but to, all right, that to, added to the lore of it. No, no, I think. No, 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 it, it added, he, but to his credit, he, though, he. Shawn Michaels had a hold of him, too. So he's trying to hold the camera while Michaels was trying to put him in position. But Michaels didn't... And I kind of blame Michaels for this in some way. Michaels didn't put him farther up enough for him to catch Undertaker. Because he's got the camera. Michaels got a hold of him. There's some confusion. And then that's why that... At least in my opinion, from my vantage point, that's why that happened. But but continue. What what I'm trying to go at... That... that, that, uh, that, uh, So... so uh, so so after that moment, there was like a dead point where it's like you know five minutes or so where it's like nothing's good, nothing's happening. So I got him dock points on that match on that and that merit. Uh, where, where, I'm gonna where, have to fight you on that, that one, dude. That, where, I, I like I like I like a good ding ding. Let's I, get it up. Well, like, no, no, he didn't. He I like a good. I, like I said, I like like a good like. Let's go. Let's keep on going, 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 going. That 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 that's that, so, all so. So, so now I'm making a conversation that's not WrestleMania, and that's why I gotta go. I even put Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, absolutely top five, top six, whatever, best match of all time. I can't put it in that golden spot. I can't put Omega Okada status because because there was because there was points where it's like they stopped, then they went, they stopped. And they win. That's the subjective that's, nature of, that, that, of that, that I like. That I like. Well, granted, that's my style. I, yes. I, I don't like Lucha Libre shit by all means, but but I like a match that, that just keeps on going, keeps on going, keeps on going. Like I said, you know, I, I I can't think of a WrestleMania match per se better than that, but I can think of matches better than that. Absolutely. Yeah. So I will. I will first. Start. Well, hold on, hold on. Before you, sorry. Before you get into, who's your MVP? Oh, excuse me. Oh, Shawn Michael Undertaker. And, and like I said, you're a fool if you're not to think. Okay. 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 No, right, no. Right. I thought that's what he I said. Saw, I thought right, he said. Yeah. I didn't, so I didn't, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shawn Michaels Undertaker definitely, that def, definitely. And like I said, I thought even worth debating. But, but what is worth debating after you? What you said is that the gold standard of the ma- a match? I don't agree with that. I really don't. Okay. All right. So you're entitled to that. I will say that. That dead period you talk about was actually hard. Was probably was such a, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pull myself out of this after this. Um, was such a great part of that match uh, because you talked about that moment. Randy Orton hits the RKO, and you felt like that was it. The streak's over. 
They did such a good job. And here's the thing. I think what also makes a match great is the, the cards that you're dealt as a performer. Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker were tasked with making the audience believe the streak could end. Um, even smart fans, making the even the smartest of wrestling fans believe the streak could possibly end. And there were several moments in that match where you thought for a split second, is this it? Oh my God. And I think the, one, the probably biggest moment in the match for me is during that dead period when Shawn Michaels crawls back into the ring and demands that the referee, I believe Marty Elias is, is the referee's name, and I can't believe I know that because um, yes, that's how correct. many times I've seen this match. You are um, correct. He's begging with every ounce of energy he has left to count The Undertaker. Count him. Count him. And Marty Elias, who also took a bump in that, in that spot, is making the count, and it is much longer than 10 seconds. Like, But The Undertaker comes to, crawls up, and he tries to grab the apron to crawl back in the ring. And at the count of nine, he falters and falls back down to one knee and almost back down prone. At the, nine, at the second number nine. And at that moment, I thought that was it. And, and I, can't, I, can't ex- I can't over-exaggerate enough how tense the environment was, how palpable that was to an entire audience at that moment. When at that that split moment when that was a real thing, whether it was shoot or work, back out of this, there was a journey to this match that I that started quite frankly two years before, and that was at the Royal Rumble mm. in San Antonio, Texas, when the Undertaker and Shawn Michaels were the last two competitors, and that exchange, typically a Royal Rumble exchange between its final two, is a a couple minutes tops, right? And you find your winner. That was like 11 minutes. They went 11 minutes. And that wasn't even a match. That was just 11 minutes of just back and forth, edge of your seat, holy crap. They continued that journey to this match. And that was actually at the very moment when I said, these two have to wrestle at WrestleMania. They've done it all. They've wrestled at every event. They've wrestled in every type of match. It's only fitting that these and guys to get shortly, to WrestleMania. shortly piggyback off of that, when we were at WrestleMania 24, I remember, you know, like I said, we sat on opposite sides of the barricades. And when the announcement came that WrestleMania was coming to Houston, I don't know if it was me or if it was you, but one of us sent a text to each other, Sean and Taker next yep. year at WrestleMania. Yep. And so, and that was part of this journey. Me personally, Justin Rosenbluth was on to get to this match. Also part of that journey, the Royal Rumble 2008. Who ended the first one, the, the 2007, the, excuse me, Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. Who started 2008 in Madison Square Garden? Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. So it's just this slow story that maybe it wasn't the plan on day one, but it just was a happy accident that it got there. It was it was all coming together. It was slowly coming together. And even with some doubt seats sprinkled in. Get to WrestleMania season 2000, or, you know, WrestleMania season for WrestleMania 25, and Shawn Michaels is saddled with this, you know, I lost all my money gimmick and he's working for JBL. Oh, I hated that. And there was all these rumors that, oh, he's going to fight JBL at WrestleMania. Oh, I hated just, that. There was this doubt now, oh my God, like, he's really not going to fight The Undertaker? Alas, he had to go beat Vladimir Kozlov and he made it. He made it to WrestleMania. There was, so there was just this journey to go on. And even then, I think I told him, this is going to be the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. I didn't realize how great it was going to be. I remember that. 
but I, I, and I'm not, yeah, I, I, I know I said that. Um, and it exceeded my expectation on top of that. Um, this is my Steamboat Savage. This is my, I will show this to anybody who's blind, who did, who's never watched or knows about wrestling. This is the match. This is the match that I watch when I'm not feeling good about myself on a given day. Dead serious. That's how good this match is. Um, I watch it around this time of year, every year. Um, this is the perfect match. It's the perfect story. It's the greatest story ever told. Um, I won't go as far as to say that we'll never see anything like it because that caps, I think, the ability of talent of t today and tomorrow. But this is this is the gold standard, in my opinion, of a match on such a stage where it all matters. And you have the, the, the convergence of these two people who are so connected to that event. Um, yeah, this is it. This is this is almost the MVP of MVPs. Um, you, you, it, this is hard. You, I, I can't it's hard say to argue. Yeah, I, I can't say anymore. Can't. Yeah. I mean, all right. Let's. You know, we. I think we've 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 talked about this to death um, unanimously. Uh, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, easily the Hold MVP. Hold on. One last thing. Okay. The the greatest moment I've ever experienced at a WrestleMania was when Shawn Michaels kicks out of his the Undertaker's tombstone. The Shawn Michaels skins the cat, goes over the top rope, does his little spot where he gets himself back in the ring, and he is met by the Undertaker, who drags him back in, hits the tombstone. And everybody in that arena could have been okay, would have been more than satisfied with that match. That and it, it would over, have, yeah. And it would have ranked as one of the greats, probably the greatest. And Shawn Michaels kicked out. Yeah, that's when I... That, honestly, I've never reacted... The way I reacted to a wrestling match ever at that very moment. I jumped on my chair. I had my hands on my head. I was screaming, oh my God, how is this match going to end? How are they going to do it? I kept, yeah. My friend Eric was with me. My brother Daryl, I looked at them both befuddled. Yeah. I was hooked. I was in. Yeah. Wow, I can't. I got to stop. I, no, no, no. <sighs> you know what? Let me just kind of piggyback off that a little bit here and say that, you know, I had a group of people over watching that, and um, a couple of them weren't wrestling fans. Uh, one of the one of my buddies brought his girlfriend at the time. She didn't watch, but she got into it to the point she was like, oh, my God, I thought it was over, you know? And we were all were like, yeah, we did too. And I remember, um, you know, the, the line that JR delivered, uh, I just had an out-of-body experience, and the look yep. on Undertaker's face as he, like, is looking up like the his, he's so wide-eyed like oh my god what do i gotta do to put this guy down he ain't giving up and i remember i texted you and you were like i'm standing on my chair i can't even hear myself think that's exactly what you said in the text and you i was surprised you answered it as quickly as you Ooh. did because like we were all just like in shock in the, in the basement and you know watching this match and i was just like i i can't even explain to you like what it was, I at that point, I just remember saying after you got that text, and I look at the, I look at what's going on on the screen, and I said, I, I said it to, I think a group, you know, the group of people that were with me, I was like, God damn it, I wish I went to this WrestleMania <laughs> because I almost did, I almost did. Unfortunately, I needed to get a new transmission yeah. for my car, and I couldn't go. I was supposed to go to this WrestleMania, and I couldn't go, oh. and I, I, I was, ended up selling the ticket on eBay. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I even sold it for face value because I like wasn't nuanced on how to I was you know, so turn a profit back then. Fucking mad. I was like 
beside myself and I always and I, I still shoot myself in the foot that I didn't go to this WrestleMania just to be a part of that moment right oh. there. The way he described it is truly unbelievable. Out of body experience, JR one can yeah, I'm no, and that's serious. like, and that's like the great that like to me that was like the greatest that that line matched up perfectly with that moment. You know, that was the to you said that Orton, you know, delivering that RKO was like that was the moment where you thought like he was this close to beating Undertaker from that WrestleMania in two thousand five. This was the moment, at least for me, where I was like, oh my god, like he's got a chance. He's got a chance, you know what I mean? And I said this for a long time until eventually when Brock broke the streak um, in 2014, but I said, if Michaels didn't do it, nobody's doing it. I was on that train. I was like, Michaels came this close twice. There's no freaking way they're going to give it to someone else. I and, do, and, I and we'll get into, well, I'm sure we'll get into Brock, you know, shortly. I just remember I couldn't wait to see this on DVD. I was a big thing I liked doing in the early years of going to WrestleMania is afterwards going, I cannot wait till we buy this thing on Blu-ray or DVD so yeah. I can just see how this looks. And yeah. hearing the calls and just, there, there wasn't a, I would almost give, I would almost lump in JR and King and Cole onto that MVP status. Of how well their they com- complimented the match yeah. with their commentary. Their commentary was right awesome. after that tombstone. Jr.'s famous line: "He goes choke slams, last rides, tombstones, and a kick out, and a kick out, yeah. and a kick out." Yeah. Yeah. And it was just. And then later, after the match ended, he was just like, "As a fan of this business, I am honored to have called this yeah. match." Oh yeah. And that's how I felt about about sitting there. I still feel that way. Yeah. It's. We gotta stop. Well, this could be an episode by itself. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So we gotta stop. We gotta keep going. Let's you know. (laughs) But you know, honestly, to be quite honest with you, I've said it in in recent weeks. I'm thinking about dropping some WrestleMania bonus content for um, for the listeners are kicking out it too. This might be a watch party. This might be this might be a a watch along um, of this match, Shawn Michaels and Undertaker. We we, you know maybe maybe not. I don't know, but you know. the wheels are turning, so I'm not going to say... Count me in if it is. I'm not going to say too much more. Um, all right, let's go on to WrestleMania 26 the following year from Phoenix, Arizona, 2010. Um, Dennis, kick things off for us. All right, so so, so the... Uh, everyone, go, of course, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels Part 2, of course, that, that, that everyone would goggle for that as well. Me, I liked it, but, but, but that was not my favorite match in there. I'm with you on that. that, 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 uh, that, that but it's maybe more being, I I always enjoyed Edge uh, performances, but he was never my favorite wrestler. So this and, and so, so when he won the Royal Rumble, I was like, oh, Edge, and I'm like, he's gonna be the new world champion. I'm like, he's going to be one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, Chris Jericho. And then Jericho went over? Oh, I went bananas for it. I'm going Chris Jericho, my MVP of that WrestleMania. It was Every one of their brothers was like, Eddie's going to win. Jericho, Schmericho. And then, granted, granted, I thought, Edge, good, good, just like, Oh, that just I'm speechless. When it came to that, that that we went for the spear, and I'm like, oh, it's over. Then the code breaker, and I'm like, oh, I lost. Like you guys said, you guys lost your mind. That that that. Like I said, I'm a huge Chris Jericho fan, and I and recently just became a Viking fan. So 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 I might be Chris Jericho might be my new favorite wrestler. By the way, yeah. All this Kenny Omega stuff and playing with my emotions. But anyway, anyway, that's a that's a different conversation for a different day. That that but uh. But yeah, wait, wait, he is that cold breaker and he got the one, two, three. 
And, and, and everyone and their mother thought Edge was going to win, and my boy Jericho went over. I, I got to go. Yeah, I'm very biased on this opinion because I love Jericho, and I and I did never really like Edge. But uh, I'm going Chris Jericho, my MVP of that WrestleMania. Okay. All right. Um, I'll just briefly state um, I'm with you on that train that, you know, Michael's Undertaker, as good a match as that was for WrestleMania, didn't live up to the first. It had its moments where it was good in its own right, but um, it certainly didn't live up to the one the year prior. Uh, it's not my favorite match. Um, for this WrestleMania, but who, the, the individuals who get the MVP status for this WrestleMania, they're sharing it, and that's Batista and John Cena for the Ooh. WWE title. Um, that was a fun match, and another match that, like, um, I enjoyed the story that was told heading into it, where um, Batista was just kind of stalking Cena, and these two guys were like on the opposite ends of the WWE spectrum for a number of years. They both climbed up the ranks at the same time. They were on separate brands. They had one match with each other in 2008 um, at a SummerSlam, which was a fun match, and I was excited at the prospects of seeing... Batista as a bad guy against a good guy, John Cena, and it, it delivered for me, and it was just a really fun match to watch. This is a WrestleMania a lot of people sleep on in general. I thought this was a fun WrestleMania, but um, I, was, I, I just remember the excitement I had when they had said, you know, coming up next, Batista and John Cena, I was like, oh shit, they're going to let Undertaker and Shawn close it. I was like, wow, and... I was even more excited as the match went on. The story that was told, John Cena, Batista, they just delivered for me. Um, they, they, the, the hype was, uh, was exceeded for sure when it came to this match. So WrestleMania 26 MVP, Cena and Batista for the WWE title. Those are both good. I, I particularly like the Jericho one, um, but the, yeah, those are both good. Uh, I'm giving the repeat to Undertaker and Shawn. I think the task they were handed was greater than it was the year before. They had to not only top that, but everything else they had built up in 30 years of being, you know, who they are. Um, and it headlined the event. Um, very predictable, again, in the, in, the, in the reverse of what it was the year before. It was predictable that The Undertaker was going to win, um, and they were able to make the world believe that he wasn't. Um, for even the, the split seconds that were in that match. Uh, this was in the reverse. Everyone was pretty much under the impression Shawn Michaels was winding down, and they made you believe, even for the slightest moment, that Shawn was going to not only live to see another day, but he was ending that streak. Um, got me to believe it. Um, you know, in, in, a, in the way that uh, you were emotional to see Ric Flair, uh, you know, right off into the sunset, I was for, for Shawn that night. That was a... That was a big one. Um, I, I, rem I remember you telling me, like, you, you were texting me, you were like, I'm crying. And I was like, it's like he's not fucking crying. And yeah. then, like, Daryl put the picture up on Facebook. I was just done crying at that point. You were just done yeah. crying. And, and it if was you a... don't mind, I, I think I want to put that up on our, on sure. our social media. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll post that on, uh, I, um, on our social media. And the thing media. is, it was, I, 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 I say this one, even though it was hard for me to go away from Brett and Vince. Brett and Vince was not a good match, but I think I had said to you at that point, I don't even care about the match with Brett and Vince. It was the fact that Brett just... The fact that Brett was there as, yeah. a, as, a, as a lifelong Bret Hart fan, just to see him come back, just to hear his music, just to see him run down the aisle and or walk or whatever, you know, just get in there and be in a match um, was all that mattered to me, and that was a long journey for me personally to see happen. And that's just being a fan of Brett. Yeah. Personally and professionally, to see everything he went through 
you know, screw job, post screw job, you know, his with stroke, his, stroke, his yeah. brother's death and the loss of many people in his family to see him get back to where he belonged um, and finally hand it to the man who screwed him. Um was was awesome, but it made, it, it made sense. That, it was no, the he perfect beat the shit out of him. Like, yeah, it was perfect. A technical classic. It made sense that all that animosity that he had, you know, withheld towards Vince would come out in that fashion, in in the form of like this ass whooping that he gave Vince. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it, it. People people say like you know, oh, it was very you know you know disappointing performance, but it made total sense within the context of the story. Absolutely. He's not going to be you know suplexing off the top rope and this that and the other. He's going to torture and punish the man that really got ruined the ball rolling and ruined his life in yeah. a sense. You know and what I, I mean? think and I think too that it was he was the perfect guy in many ways. While while Vince, the Mr. McMahon character wasn't, quote, killed off, he definitely wasn't as uh, highlighted anymore as he once was. Yeah, so that's a good point. This was kind of the, the end of the character as yeah. such a prominent figure on television yeah. was the WrestleMania 26 match. So Brett, yeah. who better to do it than the man who exactly. essentially birthed the character through his his uh, his trials and tribulations. Yeah. But yeah, that none of that does it for me. It's Sean and Taker. They did it again. Um, you know, with a different set of circumstances, although similar. Um, yeah, they, they, they had the best, they, they played the best game for the team. Okay. They had the best performance. All right. Um, let's move on. We go to 2011, where I made my return to WrestleMania. <laughs> um, it was, it was quite the weekend and we'll get into that on another show. As a matter of fact, most likely next week's show as we get closer to WrestleMania. But anyhow, um, WrestleMania 27. Dennis. We're splitting hairs here between two matches. And uh, uh, that Cody Rhodes, Rey Mysterio, Ooh, and Randy Orton, like CM Punk. Ooh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Those two matches were so Ooh. freaking good. I, I, we're splitting hairs here. Ooh. I'm going to go take a WrestleMania 23 upstairs in the bathroom. <laughs> you guys continue talking. The... the, uh, the Better match by just by like a hair by just, just by an ant freaking rectum. I gotta go with an ant's rectum. Guy, yes, that's how close it is. like, I gotta go with Cody and Rey Mysterio just by a little bit. But that RKO when he oh, oh da, da, da. but anyway, I'm gonna go with Cody Rhodes. I, I just I, just uh, Cody or the match itself. Ah, uh, yeah, the, the, both of them. You're right. You gotta give that was such a great great match and it, it, that that uh, it was just. The classic heel versus face. It was a heel finish when he used that. When he used that, uh, you know, knee brace. On, that knee brace. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. And like that, you know, he's supposed to be like the handsome guy with, with like the fans of the opera theme to yeah. it. It was so good, Dave. And that, that uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, uh, reluctantly, I'm going Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, Rey Mysterio, Miami. You're, you're, you're not alone because that's exactly who I picked. You can look at my notes right here on my phone. <laughs> Ray and Cody, right there. Um, yeah, I, uh, you know, I was excited to go to this WrestleMania because. I was making a return. I hadn't been to WrestleMania in a couple of years. The Rock was coming back. He was the host. Um, it was in Atlanta. Uh, you know, the Georgia Dome. The Georgia Dome had a ton of history with wrestling. Um, the, the, the infamous finger poke of doom on Nitro. Goldberg winning the title. Um, you know, rich in wrestling history. So I was really looking forward to attending that WrestleMania. We had a hell of a weekend, which, you know, will be a discussion for next week. But, um, the uh, yeah, 
man. The story that was told with Ray injuring Cody and his he Cody, you know, feeling, you know, his his face was disfigured, embarrassed to to to, to show his face. He wore that mask. Um, the whole presentation with that, and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. You know what I loved about that buildup, too, was, I don't know if you remember this, but it was on a SmackDown leading up to that WrestleMania. They got Dusty Rhodes involved. Did they? I don't yeah. I, I, it was very, I saw it, but I don't remember. It was a one-off. So they had Dusty and Ray had, like, an in-ring promo with each other, like a confrontation, and it had appeared that Dusty was kind of, he wasn't siding with Ray, but he was more friendly to him despite the fact that he was wrestling his son and then Dusty pulled the wool over everyone's eyes and it was a setup from the beginning and Cody went out and, and, and attacked Ray and you know at the end of the segment he like stood tall with Dusty um, but it was a one-off deal they didn't build off of that after that would it have been cool to see Dusty at Wrestlemania with Cody yeah but at the same time it wasn't necessarily needed um, but I will say to me, this was my favorite match because the story that was told, the in-ring action, they had they had a, a lot to to do, you know to to work on and a lot to really live up to because that WrestleMania started with the Rock opening and you know hyping the crowd up for his involvement as the host. Then you had that great world title match with Edge and Alberto Del Rio, you know, for the World Heavyweight Championship. And then following that, you had that match with Cody and Ray, and I felt like. Going into it, it wasn't going to be as good because it had a lot to follow. But they held their own and they made for a very good undercard WrestleMania match on a card that is a lot to, less to be desired, at least in my opinion, when in, in, in terms of WrestleMania matches and, and a, a WrestleMania card in and of itself. So, um, you know, you bring up a great point about Orton and Punk. I could see why you were torn about that. Um, I, I mean... I almost chose Undertaker Triple H because that was the match I was Good looking forward to the most. Yeah. But um, Cody and Ray for me was like a forgotten—I wouldn't say a forgotten classic, but a a very much yeah. I'll go yeah out on a limb. I'll, I'll say a forgotten WrestleMania classic. I love that terminology because I was going to say lost in the shuffle. And yeah, that, no, that's that, a great uh, point. I think it does get lost in the shuffle. I, I, I just love that match to death. Dennis, while you were taking a WrestleMania 23, Dennis and I both agreed that Rey Mysterio and Cody, uh, Cody Rhodes from WrestleMania 27, take the role as our WrestleMania MVPs. Would you like to chime in? Yeah, um, I mean, and it's going to be very formulaic at this point, but I'm going with The Undertaker and Triple H. The Undertaker's run as having... WrestleMania Classics continues. Yeah. Um, and the man is being tasked with following such great classics with Sean and him and Triple H. Uh, while they didn't, this match didn't equal those. Um, it was definitely, in my opinion, the best match of the night and probably the more memorable moment that match was for the night. Uh, that was on a mat. That was on a card where, like you said, you know, I, I heard you guys say this was uh, headlined by The Rock hosting. The damn thing. Yeah. So this wasn't, um, you know, and I I thought it was great for all the, the 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 window dressing and the and the panache that was being brought to the table with Snooki and The Rock and you know everything like that. You had the Undertaker and Triple H steal the show. Literally, you you know what? We're taking our we're taking our wrestling show back, and we're having a great match. Um, yeah, I thought they had a fantastic contest. Um, doesn't. I don't think equal the prior two that the Undertaker did, but it was um, uh, definitely in you know 
most conversations is one of the great ones for sure. Um, yeah, excellent match, and I would say that those two guys, uh, for what I consider to be at least as someone who attended that one as well, one of the not so greatest WrestleManias to have attended live. It didn't really. Uh, it, it it was special with the Rock coming back, but it it didn't execute when well, they didn't play their best game that day. The team, um, those guys made the biggest plays. I feel like. So okay. I'm gonna go with that one. I'm gonna have to break from you guys. No, that's no, that's fine. I mean, it, and it's not an egregious statement whatsoever. Um, it was a great match to to watch and be a part of. I remember, um, you know, the moment when you know Triple H delivered the tombstone to Undertaker, and we were all like, "Oh my God!" Like we, I remember you sitting next to me, and you were like, "This is gonna be the moment where everyone thinks Undertaker's losing, and it's not." You exactly, you said that exactly. You were sitting yeah. next to me like, "This I'm, is gonna be the moment where Undertaker, everyone thinks having just Undertaker." Having looked, just seen it happen a couple years in a row, yeah. it was very much like I, I, I caught on to the formula. To the formula. Yeah. I was yeah. like, okay. The, the finish, I didn't... It was still good, though, with that being said. I can't... I just couldn't... I just didn't get as lost into it as I did the prior. The finish, I didn't see coming. The, the Hell's Gate I like that. I, I really did. did. I kind of did like that, too, but... Uh, and, and you're a fool if you thought Triple H was going to win that match. Right. The way he was beating him up. And the like, camera oh, angle no. with the sledgehammer yeah. while he's in the Hell's Gate 2, he like, picks it like, up. Yeah. And barely taps his legs yeah, to signify and then, that he's done. And then, yeah. the, and then the part where they carry him out on the... the oh, I remember when you were like, they're going to pretend like he's dead. Like, they just took his pulse. Yeah, and, and like, and like they, 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 like they like waved the hands in front of the Undertaker's face and he didn't blink. And I was like, he's dead. Like, because he's the dead man. He's dead. Yeah. Like, you know, like, this will, in my opinion, be, like, the umpteenth time they, you know, kill him off, him. and then he comes back from the dead, which is, in many ways, ex- almost exactly what happened. And I think I remember also, like, some of us in the group saying, too, like, oh, well, this is definitely leading to a rematch between the two at yeah. the next WrestleMania. We definitely, yeah, you that know, wasn't... We, we, uh, it was, like, a big, you know, uh, the, amongst us, the general consensus was that... The way that they had ended this with him getting carted off in that like golf cart up the ramp, and like you said, the medic taking his pulse, you were like, they're gonna signify that he's dead, or they're yeah. gonna like really like play up that like this took a lot out of yeah, him. Yeah, the toll that was on him. Triple H lost, but he walked out. The yeah. Undertaker had to be carted out. Yeah, exactly. Um, Which I was always, a great story told. I heard. I saw somebody look back on the show almost comedically and call it the. Um, Given how much so much of that show led into what happened at WrestleMania 28, they someone called. I saw someone call this the WrestleMania 28 kickoff show, because in many ways, with that match and obviously the Rock Cena stuff, it kind of was a transitional WrestleMania that didn't really have an impactful WrestleMania moment. It laid the groundwork for the following. Yeah, yeah, and that I think was probably the more disappointing part of it. It wasn't a bad show, it just didn't have. Re- any WrestleMania moments. And it was obviously the first one that Shawn Michaels wasn't participating in. So that had a lot to do with it, I think. But there wasn't a WrestleMania moment that took place on that show. And I think that hurt the show overall. But this was a was a shining... This was a... A um, bright spot. Yes, a show, bright yeah. spot on, on that show. Um, all right. Let's, uh, l- <clears throat> let's move on. The following year, Miami, WrestleMania 28. I'm going to kick things off here. And really set the tone for this because this is an out of left field pick for MVP. It's rather strange. I've said I'm going to go cowboy on some of these picks. Um, I don't have a certain set criteria, but amongst some of that criteria, it's 
it's a it's about personal memories for me and for me the wrestlemania 28 mvp is very personal to me i'm giving it to the entire weekend experience that i had at that wrestlemania that was the most fun i had at a wrestlemania weekend that i've attended yeah better than 24 in orlando better than 23 better than atlanta I mean, Atlanta was awesome, but I don't know. I I have to agree with you, I think. I'm giving it to the entire weekend experience and what I experienced overall from the the individuals that we met, going to Fan Access, the Hall of Fame when the Four Horsemen got inducted, you know, that that live show we did with... uh, Hurricane yep. Shane Helms on the Ken Reedy show and the stories behind that. We're going to talk more about that. Um, just to the experience in the stadium with the entire show, the way that they opened that show with Daniel Bryan losing in 18 seconds to Sheamus and like loved really it. like I loved it too. Yeah, I loved it too. Yeah, and we were like, in the minority, but we loved it. We, we were, like, yeah, we were yeah, in the minority. Okay. Yeah, All right. I guess. Because it was the it was the groundswell of the yes movement that weekend. Yeah. That was when fans were really like run South Beach this. and people are doing it. Yeah, before ev- it was popular. Yeah, everyone was doing it before it became a thing. Yeah, and that was like the beginning of it that weekend. Every bar we went to, every club we went to, everywhere we went, they would just people would just break out in a yes chant for no reason at all. I remember I took a piss in the bathroom with Diamond Dallas Page at that <laughs> club that we went to. He didn't that, pee with him, didn't guys. Pee with he him. didn't hold it. Yeah. And he didn't, he didn't hold, hold his diamond cutter. He didn't hold mine either. Yeah, yeah he didn't hold mine. But um, he was peeing in the next urinal next to me, and there was a guy that like literally walked in the bathroom and was just like, "Yes, yes, yes!" And I just remember Paige being like, "Wow, he's really excited to go take a piss." Like, and 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 I didn't really say anything, but I'm just kind of like smirking while I'm you know trying to do my business and get out. And I at the same time, I'm also trying to think in my head, what's the easiest way I can introduce myself to this guy? With Without making it awkward because I'm in I'm on the next stall yeah, you know, yeah, taking yeah. a piss and then later I actually eventually met him out in the public but the the, the whole show with the yes movement really growing then of course the end of an era hell in a cell match um, just the emotional roller coaster I went on as a fan during that with Shawn Michaels as the referee like you said Dennis earlier the pedigree the super kick pedigree combo that almost put the Undertaker out in that match the storytelling was unbelievable and how it all came full circle from their their the, the previous WrestleMania encounters that these guys were involved in with each other for, you know the, the couple of years prior to that moment where they all walked up the stage and they they were arm in arm and you had the 20 and oh sign in the background and the crowd giving them a standing ovation to the the hype surrounding Rock and Cena. And I kind of talked to you about it a little bit on our celebrity show, Justin, where it kind of had this, they were trying to really divide the audience in the way that like that Twilight movie was trying to divide those two main characters in the promotional and marketing for it. They were doing that with Cena and Rock. Even though it was in Miami, Rock's hometown, he had the overwhelming majority of the fans behind him. There was a smattering of John Cena fans that were really making a mark. And as big of a fan as I was of The Rock, I got on the scene a bandwagon at that point and got behind him because I thought, you know, Cena made some good points regarding The Rock's absence from the company. And just like I said, the overall experience, the next night we went to Raw, the return of Brock Lesnar, that whole weekend from beginning to end for me was so much fun. I give that WrestleMania MVP to just my weekend experience. I know it's a little strange, but it was the best experience I had at a WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, um, 
Yeah. Did you start that? Did Dennis go? No, I started it. Yeah, I started it. You the, want me to go? Yeah, I don't care who Yeah, you, you go because, because I got an emotional pick. Okay. Uh, okay. So, I will say this. I was excited for Daniel Bryan and Sheamus. I was a fan of their work as performers. Uh, they kind of got boned the year before. Let me let me cut you off for a minute. You can continue this while well now. It's my turn to go take a WrestleMania 23. <laughs> so, I'll be right back. But continue this conversation, right. gentlemen. So, um, for me, I was excited that these guys were in a championship match. That clearly wasn't going to be on the, the, the free-for-all. They were boned the year before. They kind of got bumped, and then that match turned into, like, a battle royal or some shit. Or, um, and this match wasn't clearly going that direction. So I thought this is, if, you know, given, give them their devices for a handful of minutes, and they're going to put on a good match. Obviously, 18 seconds later... The whole place is going nuts. Um, but I liked it. You know, so I was surprised at the fact that... I was surprised by the surprise. That I was... You know what I mean? Another thing that I liked about this WrestleMania was that it took place at Pro Player Stadium, now Hard Rock Stadium, or the old Joe Robbie, where the Dolphins play, which has been host to... Numerous Super Bowls, college football championships, Orange Bowls, etc. So it's got a lot of history for big events. And I thought, given the marquee of The Rock and Cena headlining, this, I felt, was on par with the bigness of an event like the Super Bowl. This felt like a Super Bowl, given that it was The Rock and Cena and the whole year-long build. And I think I might have said it to Dave at some point, you know, I wasn't around for Hulk Andre, but this is, I, I can't, I, I gotta imagine this was something, this was something like it, these two, just, and the, when that match started, um, like, to me, it was like, okay, this is why we're all here, this is business, like, this is, this is, this match, what we're gonna see for the next 20, 30 minutes is gonna elevate everything we're all in right now, um, however, that's not my MVP. My MVP, I would say, is the end of an era match. It is all three of those participants. It's not. It wouldn't be fair to just say Triple H and The Undertaker. Shawn Michaels had an equal part. In many ways, it was a triple threat match. Um, for a lot of the reasons that I gave for Undertaker and Triple H, I'm going to stick with them here. That match, that show was built around The Rock and John Cena, much like the year prior was built around, in many ways, the same. But Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker were tasked with pushing and promoting that show as the match that it was, the end of an era. Um, and they they brought wrestling back into the fold. They brought it and mattered. You know, with the rock and scene, it was mainstream. It was the media. It was, it was social media. It was all over the TVs and press conferences. You name it. It was a big deal. But uh, it's still WrestleMania. And it, while the rock and John Cena are wrestlers, and they're great wrestlers, and they had a great match... Um, this one stole the show. It showed everybody. It, it, it made people realize, nope, we're just as big as that match. We're just as big as these stars. This era that's ending is matters just as much as seeing this clash of two personalities and Cena and The Rock. And um, having seen The Undertaker and Shawn and, the, and Triple H in the recent string of matches, I don't want to say that I didn't care less about this one. Because they definitely made me care, but it, um, 
Again, I was beginning to see the forming a little bit and seeing the, the light at the end of the tunnel with the end of an era. So it was um, it was a very colorful match. I thought I thought it was better than the one before with Undertaker and Triple H. Uh, HBK Taker 2 didn't surpass HBK Taker 1, but uh, Undertaker Triple H 3 surpassed Under Undertaker Triple H 1 and 2. I thought I thought that was the best match they had of the three. End um, of an era? Yes. Okay. Um, the moment with the, pedig the super kick and the pedigree and just, um, you know, while there is a lot of, I think, a lot of dialogue in the match... You hear a lot of Sean and Triple H talking to each other and end it or I will and no I'm not ending it or no you better end it like I thought that was a little hokey. Don't, don't stop it, Sean. Don't yeah, stop the like, match. Yeah, like yeah, like. But you know what? It, it didn't that negative far. Excuse me. Those positives far outweigh those negatives. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, those three with everything from start to finish, the story. The end, them getting up there on the top of the ramp, the 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 the, uh, the hero's farewell, if you will, of those of that era. Um, yeah, I can't. Um, even though they all came back and did Super Showdown and Crown Jewel and all that, oh God. Um, I I I don't look at those as mattering at all. This one mattered. Yeah. So to me, it still is the end of an era, and I think it's definitely MVP worthy for all three. So I think it's one of the very few, if maybe the only one, on my list of MVPs where it's a it's a three way. And they're they're each share they're each splitting the baby three ways, Dennis, hmm. for sure. Undertaker, Sean, Hunter yep. from Endeavor. Okay. Absolutely. And you, you you my friend have an emotional one. Yes. Yeah, I want to so hear this. Any match that ever was in WrestleMania, this had I had the most emotional deposit in this match. When CM Punk Oh my god. When CM, oh, I wanna when, hear this. No when, no no when, I wanna hear this. CM oh, Punk I don't when, like CM Punk, but go when, ahead. When, when CM Punk it was my favorite song of all time, it's called The Personality. That, that, that way before I even knew CM Punk was on this planet was called the personality. I I'm a Tom Sawyer type, you know I think. Gotcha, yeah. And that that, that that uh with that being said, that that uh, that that who was always kinda like my favorite wrestler kinda like all time? Chris Jericho. So it was kinda like my new favorite wrestler. Meets my like like my my, my like, kind of like, yeah. like my all time favorite wrestler, and that emotional deposit. So so, so 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 the obvious answer is who's gonna be like my favorite kind of like Moving who's forward. gonna win? Kind of gonna be my favorite. Who's wrestler, gonna win the right? heart of Dennis J. Levy? So the exact opposite happens. Maybe a lover or lever match. Maybe maybe this, <laughs> maybe this is a the Minnesota Viking Toronto Maple Leaf mentality, but the loser actually stole my heart and Chris Jericho and that and that match. Chris Jericho showed to me he was best in the world at what he did, and 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 when and when that and with that and all, with that being said too, I cried through that match. I really did. Okay. The only emotion. This is my my, my current favorite wrestler. Maybe kind of like my all time favorite wrestler. And I thought and I thought going in, everybody knew CM Punk was gonna win. And and and, 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 and I thought for sure my current favorite wrestler is gonna overtake my like, not the case. And that that. My, it just showed why I love Chris Jericho so much. Why I continue to love Chris His Jericho so much. His performance in that match. It, it, he he put over CM Punk perfectly, and it, that that uh, that that like I said, I had so much emotional deposit in that match and everything. Like I said, this is a very very biased pick, but but Chris Jericho for me absolutely stole my heart that that's, day. You know what? That's, 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 uh, I thought going in, CM Punk was going to be officially my favorite wrestler at that time. 
Exact opposite happened. Chris Jericho's Jericho kept it from absolutely. jumping off the ledge. Absolutely, with his performance. Okay, so I I, I I I digress here by saying maybe I shouldn't have jumped down your throat when you threw CM Punk's name out, but um, you know, because I'm not the biggest CM Punk fan. That's another discussion. He's, for another, he's a required flavor I for, get it. for another day. Um, not not based on his ability. But who he has become as a person publicly that I don't really care for. Oh, I totally uh, agree with you, Dave. You know, but that's another discussion for another day. But I'm actually, that's not an egregious statement to put Jericho in that role because Jericho um, did what he was supposed to do, and that was help make CM Punk a bigger deal than he currently was at that time. And Jericho was the perfect guy to do that on that stage at a WrestleMania. So, um, yeah, that, I, I, can, I can get behind that. Why don't you continue um, and put over your WrestleMania 29 MVP. Who makes it from 2013? We're talking uh, WrestleMania from MetLife Stadium, where this upcoming WrestleMania is set to take place. Uh, mm. Give us your WrestleMania 29 MVP. Well, so my favorite match was Undertaker CM Punk, obviously. And so, as much as I want to say CM Punk once again, I thought Undertaker outperformed CM Punk. So I'm gonna go Undertaker, my MVP that of that night of that night. I I don't think it's really worth debating that that I did I thought it was kind of weird. I didn't think that WrestleMania had any stinkers, but it didn't have any classics either. It was a yeah. So I will put I will put it was uh, in a holding pattern. I, I, guess I thought you could Undertaker say. CM yeah. Punk was the best match, best storytelling, best best uh, athletic ability per se. That that so. so I'm going with The Undertaker with this one. Or some of our friends would say, a safe WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good point. I, I think, um, and Dave, you can go, I just wanted to slice in here yeah. as far as the, the no classics thing. I think the, I think the event, at, and historically, this this period of WrestleMania will be looked at as just an, a transitional period for the, the event of WrestleMania. It's The bigness of it is getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and it will never stop, even all the way up here to WrestleMania 35. But, um, Shawn Michaels is gone now, and they're still looking for that that showstopper, that that workhorse that's gonna, you know, paint these beautiful pictures and and do so. And while you'll never replace Shawn Michaels, they still needed someone to kind of fill that role and be the wrestler's wrestler and put on those types of matches. Um, and uh, this was kind of like when Jordan left the NBA the first time. Like they 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 tried hard to anoint new Michael Jordans, Grant Hill and Tracy McGrady and Vince Carter and Kobe Bryant, and they just. Eventually, they just realized well, we got some pretty good stars on our own. We don't need to, you know, replace Michael Jordan. They've, I think, they've begun to realize, flash forward to now, current events that we, they've got some, they've got some guys that can tear the house down and 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 do uh, what Shawn Michaels did and kind of carry that mantle a little bit. But no, please. I just wanted to slice that in. No, I appreciate. No, I appreciate that. This is not one of my favorite WrestleManias to attend on a number of levels. Number one, um, going from Miami the year before in shorts and a T-shirt in in early April to a year later going to New Jersey in early April with a winter hat and a coat and you know, granted it kind of had that like cold weather football kind of vibe. It still wasn't the most comfortable viewing of WrestleMania, at least for me. I dressed appropriately, but it was still cold. I mean, nonetheless. Um, And like I said, you go from one extreme to another. It was kind of a a little bit of a shock for me, um, even living in the Northeast, knowing what the weather's like during that time of year. So anyhow... um I in my mind I felt like going into that WrestleMania that the that 
I wouldn't say that they were phoning it in, but they had already sold the stadium out legitimately. And in the Northeast, wrestling fans are very loyal to their wrestling. And I kind of had a feeling this WrestleMania was going to be a legit sellout. They weren't papering anything. Um, and so I feel like that there wasn't as much effort in the buildup. Um, I tried to rationalize it a lot with other people, um, especially during my time on the Ken Reedy show. People would call in and talk about how the buildup sucked, and uh, I would have disagreements with them about that. And looking back on it, I don't blame them for feeling that way. Maybe I should have felt that way, but I was trying to be more a little more open-minded in the buildup heading towards that match. Um, you know, Cena and Rock, everyone complained, oh, well, they said once in a lifetime, and now it's twice. And I didn't mind that rematch. Um, especially now that it was for the title, there were different stakes. Um, Triple H and Brock, I wanted to give it a second chance, even though I did not like um, the, their SummerSlam match in 2002. It didn't deliver. They just, the two of them just did not work well together. I did not like their styles. And uh, Undertaker, CM Punk, um, it was okay. I felt like they had nothing until... Unfortunately, Paul Bearer, you know, William Moody had passed away and they put that into the storyline to give it a little bit of juice. But um, and then everything else on that card was just kind of like, eh, you know, the Fandango and Chris Jericho didn't really care for that. Um, you know, Dolph Ziggler and Big E challenging uh, Daniel Bryan and Kane for the tag titles didn't really care for that. Um even the Shield six-man tag with Sheamus, Randy Orton, and Big Show didn't really, you know, get too excited for that. This WrestleMania, um, I was, I was, I went into it feeling the 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 hype is kind of eh. Hopefully, they can over deliver and change my mind, and they didn't in this case. Um, but I will say, as as you know, many people that we spoke with felt that Undertaker and CM Punk had the best match of the night, and they. I, I, it's hard not to argue that. However, I really enjoyed the story of Rock and Cena based off of what they what they had done the year prior in Miami, um, and all the little nuances that they brought into the story in this pay per view in this match, um, with you know the 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 scene where. Um, Cena tries to do the people's elbow. Rock gets up, but Cena counters it and, and knows that Rock was going to get up based off of the finish from the year prior and the fact that, you know, Rock also hurt himself and, and uh, you know, tore his groin um, in this match and still gutted it out for another 25 minutes. I'm going to give this WrestleMania MVP to John Cena for the performance he was able to put on with The Rock considering the circumstances. Obviously, we didn't know watching the match that he was hurt until we read about it on the internet the next day. But going back and watching the match, um, I thought Cena's performance and the story that he told with Rock based off of their history from the year prior was really good stuff, and I really enjoyed it. I was one of the very few in the stadium that... Uh, that, that thought that that was the better match. So I'm going to give it to John Cena for WrestleMania 29. Okay, okay. And I was one of those other few people that thought that was the, the, the match of the night. And I think, and that's that's reason enough, well, and I'll explain more, but reason enough why I, uh, I'm i going to give the the MVPs shared to The Rock and John Cena. Um, this was them landing the plane. This was them taking this, uh, this two-year story, even two-year plus, if you want to add everything that was said outside of the walls of WWE, amongst each other this was them landing putting that bringing that plane in for a safe landing and executing it and, and putting the period at the end or the exclamation point if you will um i think um 
like you said, there was a, there was a lot of what they did in that match psychologically that played off of the year prior that I think made sense. And if you if you really paid attention, followed along, you you understood it and appreciated it more. Um, we um, I I think this WrestleMania also, and I said to Dennis about WrestleMania twenty eight. Also, it felt like a Super Bowl. I felt like I was at something big. Um, as far as just the environment there, we were tailgating. It was home to us. This is home. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. If WrestleMania is never coming back to the Hartford Civic Center, so this is home. And that's why I can't. That's why I can't wait. Yeah, no shit. That's why I can't wait for this year's again to to, to to really. I almost feel like I'm hosting it. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, I tell I told people then, and I and I and I'm sure I told you, Dennis, when when it was announced. Uh, if there's ever a time to go to WrestleMania once, it's now. It's this WrestleMania. I don't care. No matches put on it. It's in It's in our backyard. Have a good time, you know? But anyways, as I digressed, um, I, I think this is the match that... Uh, the, it was a one-match show, I think, in my opinion. This, this was built around this and the ending of this story that really brought John Cena into a rarefied air that now he enjoys. Um, and... Uh, it was one of the most successful events in the company's history from a bottom line standpoint for a while. Um, in New York market, it had a soft spot. Bruno getting in the Hall of Fame. And uh, I think it had, the, the big plays had to be executed by the big, biggest players, and, and they did. More so than I think we expected because the, the first match, while it was good, wasn't great. This one I thought was much better. They got a good shot at it and did, did and they, they did awesome. Okay. All right. Um... Moving on, WrestleMania 30, the last WrestleMania that I've attended to this date um, from the Superdome in New Orleans. Not the Silverdome, brother, but the Superdome. <laughs> a good one. Um, one of my favorite shows Absolutely. of all time. Absolutely. Um, you know, cover to cover. I really enjoyed the story heading into this. There's a number of, of reasons why I love this WrestleMania. Um, I consider it a top in the top 10 of greatest WrestleManias of all time from an overall wrestling standpoint, entertainment, um, like I said, beginning to end. Uh, there's a lot that I could I could put as the MVP. Brock ending the streak, Daniel Bryan's performance. Um, but if there's one thing that I can that I can call my WrestleMania MVP was that opening segment. Oh, yeah. With Beautiful. Hogan rock and austin it was like their wrestlemania torch passing to the current era of stars um number one full disclosure we all know this from listening to this show i'm a big hulkamaniac always have been always will be um i never got to see hulk hogan at a wrestlemania i never thought i would see hulk hogan at a wrestlemania with everything that he has contributed to the wrestlemania brand and and helping launch the wrestlemania brand um i feel like uh you know, it was it was a once in a lifetime opportunity that I don't think I was gonna be able to get again by seeing Hulk Hogan at a WrestleMania, and I had to jump on it. Um, the segment where he opens up, he's hosting, and he uh, you know he's talking about WrestleMania moments where he does his famous uh, Silver Dome, uh, you know, flub so to speak, his 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 uh, his, his blooper. Um, his WrestleMania blooper, that's probably one of his, his most memorable WrestleMania moments now is the fact that he screwed that up. Yeah. Um, that that, he, gets, awesome, that he gets talked about. They've made t-shirts out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, they, they handled it well. It was yeah, awesome. But it was handled very well when Austin came out and Rock 
came out. Um, but just seeing like, you know, seeing Hogan and Austin face off, you know, just for that brief moment in the middle of the ring at a WrestleMania, the match, the dream match that everyone has wanted to see that they will never get to see. Hulk Hogan and Stone Cold Steve Austin, seeing them face off for that brief moment, I just remember being in that stadium and being like, wow, this is so fucking cool. This is awesome. And then when they added The Rock to it, and The Rock had history with both of those guys at WrestleMania, and just like I said, it was like a, a torch-passing kind of moment where they recognized the history of WrestleMania, they recognized each other's accomplishments and what they contributed to WrestleMania, now it's your turn, the new era, the roster of WWE currently, to take that torch and run with it. To me, that was the coolest thing I'd ever been a part of live and in person as a wrestling fan. To see the three of them in that ring, to open WrestleMania, and to kind of pay homage to the history of WrestleMania. For me, that's my MVP right there. And there's a lot of great stuff on this show. But for me as a fan growing up, all three of those guys, man, that that, that did it for me. If WrestleMania could have sucked after that. and I think, I we, I think one of us even said that. WrestleMania could have sucked after that, but because that moment took place, it, it makes awesome. it makes it for me. Yeah, who who wants to go next? So does. I think I think it's co uh, MVPs because of the the moments. There's two moments you're gonna remember at, at that WrestleMania is of course Daniel Bryan's performance and uh, Brock Lesnar and in the street. It's not uh, the, the, can't the, argue that. that. that uh, like, like I said, like I said before, uh, this is splitting hairs. Like. I think it's, I think this is actually closer than, than, than the, even the one I said before. WrestleMania so, 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really so it's do. a mosquito's rectum. And it's a mosquito's <laughs> rectum, absolutely. <laughs> and that, that, uh, but I can't I can't choose this time. I, I'm going co MVP Brock Lesnar Daniel Bryan. Hey man, you can't yeah. argue, you can't argue that you know like being being a part of both of those moments, you know hearing a pin drop in that dome when Brock ended the streak to that place exploding twice when Daniel Bryan picked up those victories over Triple H and uh, and uh, you know Randy Orton and Batista respectively. Yeah, you can't argue that. Um, one one hidden gem of that WrestleMania that I love to this day that it's a it's a it's a moment that I make sure I have to watch when I binge watch WrestleManias was Triple H's entrance. That's like that's an amazing. Entrance. That's my favorite Triple H entrance at WrestleMania. He's had some good ones, but that to me was oh, like my one. favorite right then and there when he yeah. had the girls. It was it ended up being Charlotte, Alexa, and Sasha. Yeah, um, yeah, that to me is like my favorite Triple H entrance. Why when he turn, takes the why when he takes the mask off the way they that, produced like, it with the camera and, and like it, the, the music, just like in the Roman back. Coliseum look, oh, like the crowd yeah. kind of like yeah. cheering, like as if he had just slayed the lion. Dude, like, yeah, it was cool. It was that so was really cool. cool. But yeah, that that's where I stand when it comes to uh, to, to to WrestleMania thirty. You you can give us your uh, MVP just so um I will say that that moment with the rock and Austin and Hogan was probably my favorite non-wrestling non-in-ring action moment ever at uh, anything at, at anything <laughs> um yeah for all the reasons you said um Daniel Bryan uh you know going the distance if you will you know bookending that Wrestlemania was Nothing short of amazing. Um, and in my opinion, while it was kind of played up as the miracle on Bourbon Street, uh, I thought that was a little more uh, hyperbolic than it should have been. Um, Agreed. He was already the best wrestler in the world at that point, in my opinion, or at least in the WWE. So there wasn't, to me, he wasn't proving anything about 
people mentioned, oh, well, he, he, he hung with Triple H and he hung with Randy Orton and Batista. No, man, he wrestled in those matches and, and, and did more than hung. And they kept up with him. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was them that did the best they could. And I think the world of Randy Orton, I think he's one of the most gifted wrestlers to ever walk the face of the earth. Um, but they, they, they did the best they could with him. Um, but I'm giving the MVP solely to Brock Lesnar. Um, I know there was a lot of fans afterwards who were so upset at the streak ending that they, more so, not because he beat The Undertaker, but because he took Daniel Bryan's shine away. In remember, their opinion. Remember that one guy in the row that was dressed like Daniel Bryan? He walks past us like, fuck this, I'm leaving, fuck the main event, and he never came back. Yeah. And there was one girl that sat behind us and was like, if Daniel Bryan doesn't win the belt, this is going to be the worst WrestleMania ever. They were so behind Daniel Bryan, and, and for all the right reasons. Yeah. Um, but I was just amazed at how much heat that Brock Lesnar ending the streak got because some people thought it was that... It overshadowed other moments that much. And I don't disagree with it, but I also don't think that's... a that doesn't slight Daniel Bryan's accomplishments. Oh, God, no. It doesn't slight what happened to begin the show. Oh, God, no. You know what I mean? I just think that's how big of a deal uh, the Brock Lesnar ending streak was. And I think the mat- the fact that the match sucked adds to the history and the lore of it. Like, the fact that The Undertaker apparently was knocked loopy and Brock Lesnar, who apparently is not really given a lot of credit for being a brilliant in-ring general, had to carry that match and yeah. do what he did to get through it, to get to that history-making moment. Yeah. Um, and, and the fact that they used that later on, 24 hours later, to really display the dominance Brock put on The Undertaker. I specifically remember sitting in my chair, and Brock throws The Undertaker up for an F5, and I'm sitting in my chair on the edge of my seat. He goes to lay the F5 down, he jumps on top of him to pin, and that was my moment for at least two and a half seconds to lean back and get ready for the next sequence, right? So the I lean back, kind of put myself up over here. One, two, and then three. And I was just like, what? And I think I looked at you and I was like, what? They screwed up. Yeah, yeah. something didn't yeah. add up. Yeah. And again, that adds to the lure of it. Yeah, oh yeah. You know what I mean? And that just makes it that much more, was it what we thought it was supposed to be? And then the, the, the graphic goes up and the place, like you said, 21 and 1, was just shocked. Yeah. It was amazing. Imagine had to read to it. That just would be like a sack of potatoes. That was very well booked. Yeah. 21 and 1. Oh, yeah. The one, he was yeah, the that, one that, in 21 yeah, and that, 1. That's like a read to it. Paul Heyman made that. Yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah, Paul Heyman did a great, as, as for several years, done a great job. I would give him the MVP, but, you know, he didn't do much in terms of performance-wise on uh, that night, so it's got to go to Brock Lesnar. Yeah, everything. Um, yeah, everything you're saying here. Yeah, is it's like got to me. It's, it's Brock Lesnar. It'll never be forgotten. It was also at a point in time where this is the first pay per view event. It's probably the most important thing. This is, the, this is the first pay per view event to be broadcasted, streamed live on the WWE Network, which That's is a right. month old. This event needed something special. Yeah, that was. And it. while those things were special. That was the moment. Never know what's gonna happen. Yes. You gotta order the WWE what, Network. What, Undertaker's what, yeah. is just broken. Yeah. What what can happen at a WrestleMania you can't predict. Yeah. And that was proof of it. And it continues to happen every year. But that was as as WrestleMania a WrestleMania moment could be. That was the largest I, I I have a hard time saying this, but I think you guys can get the picture and get the idea. It was the it was the it was the the most quiet and an enormous room could possibly be when yes. that took place. Yes, agreed. Like, it was it was seventy five thousand people in this big dome, but it was 
you could like it's cliche as that sounds you could hear a pin drop you really could when that when that moment took place yeah. and then the reality set in when the graphic came up and then the 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 roar of disapproval from yeah. the audience made it even worse it was amazing um, yeah it, it was, all came together it all made sense too everything that you were that you weren't thinking about kind of just entered the picture of course Brock Lesnar would end the streak yeah. Before two two hours early, no, he's not ending the streak. Yeah. But then two hours later, of course, Brock Lesnar, he's the perfect candidate to end yeah. the streak. It all just made sense. Yeah. After not even giving it a t- the time of day, two to hours. To breathe, early. yeah, you yeah. Need to breathe for a little bit, yeah. So yeah, it was yeah. He's the MVP for sure of that one. Um, definitely. Another WrestleMania, I shoot myself in the foot for not going. Uh, and I haven't been to one since. Um, but this event here, WrestleMania 31 from Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, California. I'm just going to come right out and say it. This is a team effort here, and the team put on a spectacular performance. I'm giving the entire show the MVP here. I did it for Good WrestleMania time. 17. I'm going to do it for this one here. Um, from you know beginning to end, every match had uh, some level of importance and something memorable taking place with the, the four-way tag title. The you know, Big Show winning the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Daniel Bryan's victory in the ladder match was great. Um, you know Rollins and Orton with that spot with the RKO. <sighs> to me, Sting and Triple H um, over-delivering. I had no expectations for that match. And those two guys delivered with, the, with all the added um, accoutrements, as they like to say, with the NWO and DX's involvement in that. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the, the rocking Ronda Rousey against the Authority and that, that little uh, exchange they had. Even, uh, you know, John Cena and Rusev was a lot of fun, too. And then, of course, the main event. Um, you know, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, and the 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 big fight feel as as much as that gets thrown around a lot. That really had that big fight feel to it. You know, Roman coming down to the to the ring with real cops. It wasn't like the the indie wrestlers that were security guards. They had real cops out there um, protecting him in some ways because the audience was very volatile towards him. And the performance he put on with Brock, then resulting in Rollins cashing in. Yeah. You know, the for, for the event starting during the day. Time and going, you know, into nighttime, and it had that Super Bowl feel where you know Roman and Brock was like the start of the fourth quarter, where the lights are on bright, as JBL likes to say, the sun's down, it's nighttime. All the whole presentation itself, the buildup was shoddy at best at times, but that show over delivered for me, you know, across the board, and the entire show. WrestleMania 31 gets my MVP. Who, who who wants who who wants to to chime in? You want that? You want sure, absolutely. Yeah. So it's a weird rebuttal that I would get a give, but my MVP for, to wrestle WrestleMania 31 because I thought they, they had the best overall entrances. The roots, the Rusev entrance, yes, the, the Way Bryant entrance, the yeah. Undertaker entrance, the uh, the the, uh, the Seth Rollins entrance. The, 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 I'll even say that the cashing counts as the entrance. Oh yeah, that the the, uh, the I, entrances stole the show for me. That's yeah. and, and I thought yeah. it was an incredible show. And that that but by by far for entrances. The best show ever. You know, it was interesting. You mentioned Undertaker's entrance in that same sentence. It was good. And it wasn't bad considering it was, it was at in dusk. The daytime. It was still at dusk, yeah. but the purple lights, like the normally smoke. the smoke too, like yeah. normally you're used to the lights being down and then the big purple light, you know, the black light coming on and Undertaker makes his appearance. But it was still daylight when he yep. came out and it still was pr- a pretty decent entrance considering the circumstances, mm-hmm. knowing what kind of entrances Undertaker's had before. So it's 
it's fu- it's funny that you brought that up, but yeah, um, the entrances were top notch. Triple H with Terminator, yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah, too. I forgot about Sting, that. Yeah. Sting's entrance, with the Japanese with, band, yeah, people, yeah, yeah, like the that stuff. The, that WrestleMania was like top notch yeah, when it came to entrances. That's a good I like point. that. Pick. I like I, that one. I like that one, Dennis. I like, I like that. that one. Um, I wanted to pick Triple H and Sting, and I kind of like to pat myself on the back when I predicted that week. That that was going to be the match of the night. That was going to steal the show. Um, Good, I know. I thought it was going to be stinker. There was Same no, there was me. no part of me that expected the NWO or D Generation X. That was um, awesome, and I think it was even more cool for myself and my brother Daryl. We were sitting in the seats for that, and we were a couple. Of, we were one row in front of the landing to get back down to the concourse of the floor, and this apparently was the. Uh, convenient spot for a lot of wrestlers on the roster the NXT guys, to watch right? the show, and so a lot of NXT guys were at were um, watching. They were dressed in their dress codes, you know, their, their business casual slacks and dresses. The wrestlers in particular that I recall being there watching the show, Sean Waltman actually came up later after the DX spot. Sean Waltman came up during the the Ronda Rousey segment to watch it from this spot. Okay, however, That's during cool. the Triple H. Um, Sting match, where Sean Waltman appeared with DX, uh, the NXT wrestlers were there. The ones that I recall specifically, one Alexa Bliss was there, a, a very nameless, unknown Alexa Bliss. At Rid- that time, yeah. yeah. Riddick Moss uh, from NXT. Um, she still with them? He is. Okay. He was teaming with Tino Sabatelli for a little bit. Oh, while. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. There was... Those are actually probably... Oh, JoJo. JoJo was there. Um, the ring announcer. Um, so the thing that was cool about that that I want to get to before I get to my MVP was that when the NWO and DX came out, the crowd popped. So the DX came out, they popped. You know, the audience popped. We all went nuts. Um, but the NWO entrance oh, 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 and the audience reaction to that was unlike any other oh, compared to DX even, unglued. which, which to me, it was like, that really sent a message. So it was so cool, Dennis, when, when D-Generation X, or excuse me, the NWO, I'm getting wordy here. When the NWO came out, even the NXT wrestlers marked out. Yeah. And... Everybody around us is too sweet in each other. Oh, I think I too sweet yeah. with like Riddick Moss and a couple of the other NXT people. We were high five and it it was awesome. Yeah. That was like I I felt like one of the boys yeah. for like a half a second. <laughs> <laughs> we're too sweet with the wrestlers. I was the coolest thing ever. But anyways, long winded MVP of this show, Seth Rollins, and here's why. Everyone was uh, fearing the inevitable with Roman Reigns. Winning the championship from Brock. It was yeah. very telegraphed, very contrived. And to me, I didn't want it, not because I didn't like Reigns. I very much did. I just didn't want to see... The the spot that he's in there is a big one. And a great show like WrestleMania 31, which to me is the second best WrestleMania I've attended live. 30 being the first. So I got a nice back-to-back there. Yeah. Uh, I, there is the fear, to me, as someone who goes to this every year, that a bad main event will ruin the whole show. And that's what that's that's the that's the type of power that has, in my opinion. So I was hoping for something, not thinking of what could happen theoretically. So when Seth Rollins went in and cashed in after having a good match with Randy Orton earlier in the night, the day rather, um, the that that saved the show in my opinion. It saved the show from what could have been a disaster 
of Roman Reigns getting his hand raised as the the conquering hero that no one wanted, but needed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Seth Rollins is the one that saved the show with that cash-in. So Seth Rollins and his Money in the Bank cash-in, in my opinion, saved WrestleMania 31 and, and, and made it the WrestleMania classic event that it, we know it to be. So Seth Rollins. I, I, I do want to say, though, that as... As good as your point is regarding Seth Rollins' role as in that match, the match was a damn good match. You know, the story of Brock really putting a beating on Roman, and you know, even though the audience wasn't behind Roman, you could and and you could attest to this being there live. But watching it at home, the the audience was slowly starting to gain a little bit of respect for him before that cash in because of the beating he was able to take yes. and what he was able to get. I completely back. forgot about that. Oh my you god! Know, like at one point, that part when Brock slapped the shit out of him, open handed, yeah, took and the Reigns off. just kind of looks up at him with this like weird smile, like, like "Come on, like, motherfucker, like give slap, me some happy, more. drunken, yeah." Like, like the all audience, you got? I think that was the point where the audience started to be like. Okay, like he's for real. Like you know, he can you know he he can hang. And it was just it was a slow build process, and then they kind of pulled the rug out from under That's us with the Rollins cash in. Um, regarding the NWO spot that you talked about, um, I was at home watching it, and you know you're on the West Coast. This was East Coast time, and by that time I think it was like nine nine thirty maybe I want to say at that time East Eastern Standard Time when this match was going on, and you know Nikki my wife she was in bed she had to get up for work in the morning. Um, I had actually I think I took the day off from work because I knew I was going to be pumped you know for WrestleMania, and I'm in bed watching this while she's asleep, and I jumped out of bed, and she wakes up. <laughs> she was dead asleep. She wakes up. And she was like, what's going on? I said, said, it's the fucking NWO at WrestleMania. That's what's going on. She like rolled over, shook her head, and was like, oh my God, you just need to be quiet. She was like, like I woke her up out of a dead sleep because I was so excited that the NWO made a cameo in this match. I had to tell that story. But yeah, you you make great points. Seth Rollins deserving of the MVP. I'm going to stick with it despite the Roman Reigns bit there where they they really worked hard to get him over in that match with with the beating he took and the and the and the the mentality and approach he gave and displayed but and that's, my favorite, stick with that's my Rollins. favorite roman brock match they've had they've had a couple cents obviously yeah, we'll get, but that. that's my favorite I one between agree. the two of them like Absolutely. The, the the atmosphere surrounding it going in the volatile the, the the volatile nature of the the audience um towards roman reigns and it was just to me it was just a it, it made for a great presentation and with rollins edition absolutely wrestlemania 32 from uh jerry land in dallas um not my favorite WrestleMania. I feel like this could have been the greatest WrestleMania of all time, and unfortunately, the injury bug really hit the WWE roster at this time. Um, Dennis, I'm gonna let you kick things off. WrestleMania 32. Who makes your MVP? All right. So I, I shitted myself when he when when he when he entered in the Royal Rumble, AJ Styles, and I shitted myself when he fought my favorite wrestler, Chris Jericho, and I thought he I thought. It was. It's weird that I'm going to say this. This was. This is going to be my Patriot Ram pick because it. It wasn't a great performance by either of them, but it was still my favorite match. That that uh, I'm going co MVP Chris Jericho AJ Styles. Okay. All right, Justin. This one's going to probably be my more off the beaten path, but I'm going to go with Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie McMahon's oh, that's right. role in her entrance with Triple H 
I thought was nothing short of phenomenal, no pun intended. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not a talent. I'm not on air. I don't have uh, any expertise in, you know, the the producing of one's of a talent. But she had a, a monologue that she read from the best of my uh, capabilities to know off the off her, the top of her head. I don't know if she had a prompter hidden somewhere, but she read a uh, uh, she she spoke a, a monologue about. Um, you know, being, you know, basically the evil empire, the king of kings, and, you know, how the, the they're the authority and the rulers, and, you know, it was just so well delivered and so well spoken, um, and just the scenery that was set up with, you know, the the production value of it, um, and it really set up the entrance of Triple H. Um, I thought it was nothing short of fantastic, um, and... She finally got, in my opinion, even though she wrestled Ronda and, and, and at WrestleMania 34, this I thought was her WrestleMania moment, her crowning moment at WrestleMania for here for sure. Um, was that was that uh, role in Triple H's entrance? Fantastic, absolutely fantastic. No, yeah, it's not bad. I I I, I would. I like your explanation behind it. I was very impressed with what she was able to accomplish, like having to probably remember all of that dialogue. I yeah, that's... I, don't, I don't think there was any kind of teleprompter. Yeah, um, I, I, uh, you know, during that during that segment. So uh, that's not a bad pick. Um, this WrestleMania, not my favorite. Like I said, this could have been the greatest of all time. There were, you know, we talked about this at length in the buildup towards this and all the ways that I feel like they could have made up for the losses that they had with the injury bug. Yeah. And they hit the roster. I didn't feel like they hit a home run. Like, like to, to your credit, Dennis, you brought up a great analogy that AJ and Jericho was like the Patriots-Rams Super Bowl. This WrestleMania, to me, was like the Patriot-Rams Super Bowl. It wasn't pretty. Um, but it got the job done. You know what I mean? No, it's interesting, but not the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't even really find this WrestleMania too interesting, but I'm going to go uh, another off-the-beaten-path kind of uh, pick for my MVP. Originally, I was going to go with the, the Intercontinental title ladder match that opened up that show because it was yeah. a lot of fun, but I'm going to give it to the pop that Steve Austin got when he came out um, and the audience's I reaction. I almost went with that, too. With the audience's reaction. Um, obviously, you being there live, I can only imagine what it felt like being in that stadium with over 100,000 people um, to, to witness an experience a pop like that for Steve Austin who is in many ways a Texas folk hero and being it being in Dallas um, was it was a huge deal but watching it live man in this in this basement right here in my home um, with a group of people man it was something else to see like I didn't really care for the segment too much with him and Sean and Mick Foley kind of beating up on the League of Nations I thought it was kind of like a repeat of what they did with the whole NWO DX and the, the nostalgia cameo but, man, his pop when he came out and the place blew up, I was like, for a moment I got lost and it was like, is he having a match? Yeah. Like, that's how that's how exhilarating and exciting it was to see him come out. Um, yeah, so I'm going to give it to the Dallas yeah. crowd for the pop that they delivered that was, when the glass broke. Like, it was huge. I will say that being there, that is, the the, the, the stadium, AT&T Stadium, is nothing short of remarkable. It's the greatest place i've ever been it's a it's not a building it's a place it was huge it was remarkable it was um a colossus uh a happening literally as as the great grill monsoon said i would i recall looking at certain parts of the stadium i think i said this in um you know our celebrities episode 
and I was sitting basically roughly on the 50-yard line, and I would look at either end zone where the standing room seats are, and those dudes looked like they were in other zip codes. That's how far oh, away yeah. they were. So there's a lot of air, a lot of space in between all that. Yep. And with that being said, the pop Steve Austin got from that crowd, myself included, was the loudest pop I've ever been a part of. Bar none. Yeah. Bigger than Shawn Michaels' Undertaker tombstone, as emotional as I can get behind that moment. This one was, in decibels, the loudest pop I've ever heard for sure. But... To me, it's it's it, it was a close second to MVP runner-up for to Stephanie McMahon. All right, all right. WrestleMania 33. We're down to the last two here. WrestleMania 33 coming from Orlando. The Citrus Bowl made its return um, in 2017. <sighs> Who wants to go first? I'll go. Yeah. That, that, that uh, I thought this had two unique things to it. I thought it had the best pre-show match in WrestleMania history with with Austin Aries and Neville. And then I thought match. it had the best opening one with AJ Styles and Shane McMahon. That is my favorite opening WrestleMania match of all time. I gotta go. I can't say who outperformed. I, I I can't believe I'm saying this that the best wrestler in the world, that 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 Shane McMahon, uh, that was on par with the best wrestler in the world on that night. That that that, that I can't I can't I can love I love that match so much. I, that, that that I really believe that was my one man's opinion. Best opening match of WrestleMania history. I go with. I'm going with AJ and Shane McMahon MVP of that night. I'm jumping on that bandwagon to a degree. I'm giving it to Styles because of what he was able to bring out of Shane McMahon in that match. We all kind of, at least in my opinion, I feel like um, going into that match, we expected the the usual Shane McMahon antics, trash cans, announce tables. Um, I was surprised that they didn't announce ahead of time some kind of no disqualification stipulation between the two. But when AJ Styles and Shane McMahon made it for the most part a straight up wrestling match i was thoroughly impressed i really was and it made it, it it surprised me and made for a good opening match for wrestlemania i wouldn't go as far as say it's the best i still believe brett and owen from wrestlemania it, it, 10 amazing stuff you know was the best opening match in wrestlemania history but i'm gonna give it to aj styles for the the the, the level of performance he was able to bring out of shane mcmahon and that's not taking away anything from shane mcmahon but styles with the experience his credibility and having a year under his belt in the company with WWE, um, it was an important role to put him in in the opening match of the main card of WrestleMania, and he delivered, you know, in helping Shane McMahon deliver a great presentation for that match. So I'm going to give it to AJ Styles. We're all kind of in the same boat. Um, I'm not giving it to AJ and Shane. I'm not giving it to AJ. I'm giving it to just Shane McMahon for the exact reason, the exact opposite reason you say. He was, on paper, I was not excited about this match at all. Um, I thought this was just a way to get eight Shane McMahon on the card, which yeah, that's a good point. I value him as a asset to the company. I just don't think he's someone you make space for necessarily. Yeah. Um, but he's an outstanding performer, and we, we know his history, you know, in the ring and bell to bell, and outside the ring for that matter. Um, but for the opposite reason you said, I think that Shane was tasked with wrestling in this match and putting on a wrestling match versus putting on a spot fest and putting on a typical Shane McMahon match. He was challenged with that, and while he is certainly a great leader in AJ Styles to, to help him through that, he, he hung with AJ Styles is a great way to put it. He hung with him and, 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 and put on a very good performance for someone who that's not his, that's not his, uh, his toolkit, and he had to use someone else's toolkit and, and play with different toys, okay. um, and, he, and he did fantastic. So yeah, AJ, or Shane McMahon is my MVP by himself. 
Very cool, very cool, and 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 all all great points made. We are at the last one. We've reached almost two and a half hours. Excuse me, two and a half hours with this uh, with this podcast. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I always have fun with you guys, especially the two of you get the band together. Uh, you, you definitely brought it today, Dennis. Thank you. You always bring it, but more so some of your uh, some of your picks and you know some of your uh, your opinions definitely made for this a, a very interesting. Um, you know, debate here, and uh, thank you both so very much yeah. for being a part of this. Um, the last one, WrestleMania 34, last year, 2018, the the the, the Superdome brothers, um, that made its return. Uh, I'm I kind of have an idea where you and I are on the same wavelength with this pick, but you may surprise me. You have in in, in other picks as well, but full disclosure, I'm going to go on a record and say Ronda Rousey takes the MVP for this WrestleMania. She brought it and then some. There was a lot of backlash of her involvement with this. I was really looking forward to it. I thought she got a lot of undeserved heat and a lot of undeserved flack uh, for for someone with. Um, you know, limited ability in the world of, in the realm of professional wrestling and sports entertainment. And so, um, she went in there and she knocked it out of the park. She really did. I personally, based off of her involvement a couple of years prior at WrestleMania with the rock, I obviously was hoping to see the authority take on Ronda and the rock. I thought that would have been a really fun match, but Kurt Angle's involvement in some regards made some sense, even though it wasn't the rock. Um, so, Ronda's performance in the match made up for it, and it was it to me. Um, you know, she proved that you know she was only gonna get better with time after this performance. So I'm giving it to Ronda Rousey. I'm going with unpredictable bookings, and what I mean by that, if you put a hundred dollar parlay on Charlotte Flair and Brock Lesnar, you would have won thirty five thousand. Dollars that, that, that uh, nobody saw Charlotte go, put, go, beating Oscar, and, and absolutely true. nobody saw Brock Lesnar beat, beating Roman Reigns. That that that, that, that uh, the Betty lines that that, that that had it. If you put a hundred dollar parlay on the, those two people, you would have won thirty five thousand dollars. That's I gotta go with, with unpredictable booking. It's not, I I loved I loved that it was so unpredictable. That, that, that going in, it looked like it was going to be the easiest pick show of all time. It turned out to be the exact opposite, and I loved it. What a great surprise! So it's a surprise booking. Loved it. Charlotte and Oscar, yeah, that was that was surprising, and I wouldn't say it was necessarily so surprising that Brock won, considering um, his Dude, tra- he was his he track was, record. But he everyone, was minus two thousand. Yeah, every, minus two thousand in the bookings. That's. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, you make great points. And I like that pick, the unpredictable nature of the booking for, for at least those two matches. Because I jumped out of my chair when Charlotte won. I'll be honest with you. I didn't see that coming. And, you know, many people thought AJ Styles, or that Shinsuke was going to beat AJ, too. Yeah. That's many you, people did. I tell you what, what a heartbreaking story that was. I thought it was good. Granted, here it, here it was. I thought that was going to be. Many heel. That's unpredictable in itself, granted, too. I thought that was going to be the Citizen Kane of wrestling. Right. And it turned out to be... And I, I was very. It wasn't. It didn't live up to the dream match that they had yeah, labeled it. I, I would agree say, with that. But it was a good match nonetheless. It, it wasn't. It wasn't dream match. I wouldn't material. even consider it WrestleMania worthy. Uh, and, and for what they can bring to that table, but that's an. By the way, part part. I got to get your drudge, gentlemen. Sorry for my uh, uh, brain fart. Plus two thousand Brock Lesnar. Oh, okay. uh, All right. uh, no, 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 plus two thousand at, 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 at one point. And for the booking, and Charlotte was like plus seven hundred. 
You put down $100 on the parlay, it was $35,000. Jesus Christ, that is a lot of money. Holy yeah. shit. All right, um, Justin, I'm gonna uh, end this for us. It, uh, I've had a couple solo ones to, to, to get take us here, but I'm going to go uh, with co-MVPs. Uh, Ronda Rousey is one. Uh, I didn't have great expectations um, for this match, but like you said, they were far exceeded. Um I just thought it was going to be another celebrity match. I knew it was her first match, so they were just going to probably piece something together that was an entertaining show. Um, but it was more than that. It was the best match of the night, probably. Um, and I also think it set the tone for... It really rolled her out to the world as a wrestler, and it let the world know this is what you can expect and more from her in her wrestling career. She is now that she's here. So that was a great job, big picture-wise. So she's going to share that with Roman Reigns. Um, and I say that because the shit kicking that man took, um, at the end of the night was actually a little alarming for someone who was in the, you know, in the audience watching that happen. I'm not saying it was a shoot, but, uh, the fact that even someone would have sit there and agreed to do that and have that done to them, um, to me displays one's desire to, to make that lasting mark on a show and on an audience to go through whatever wall and do whatever it takes to put on a performance that is worthy of WrestleMania. Roman Reigns, I have nothing but respect for the man. Of course, he's, you know, battling leukemia. um, And the fact that that was his, at this point, his last WrestleMania. And if that's where it all ended, which I hope it doesn't, um, I got nothing but respect for him for for, for putting himself through that for, for us. As uh, as 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 cheesy as that's gonna sound, but he he deserves that recognition because, you know, he showed he's willing to do whatever it takes, not just for his own abilities and his own prospects, but for the prospects of the team. Yeah, and that's why he is he's the quarterback of the WWE right now. He's the lead man, um, and he deserves that. And that that showing that ass kicking he took proved it. Yeah, it certainly wasn't pretty, but I'll tell you what was pretty. It was pretty sweet to have the three of us get together and do this. Uh, like I said, thank you guys so much for being a part of this. Um, next week, you know, we're going to round out the WrestleMania theme discussion as we're going to discuss WrestleMania weekend memories. That's right. We're going to talk about some of the uh, s- some of the moments that took place during our um, excursions to certain cities uh, that that hosted WrestleMania. We'll talk more about our trip in Miami. We'll talk more about you know the 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 unforgettable foggy weekend so to speak um if i can you know deliver an oxymoron if there ever was one when it comes to atlanta um and 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 what we did that weekend and all the debauchery we caused from matches to interactions with other wrestling fans hall of fame um wrestlemania moments we're gonna talk about our firsthand live experiences being in those particular cities for wrestlemania weekend as we get ready for wrestlemania 35 and don't forget to uh stay tuned to our social media I'm, I'm going to be popping up different bonus content for WrestleMania. Maybe we'll do a WrestleMania 25 watch-along of that Shawn Michaels-Undertaker match. Who knows, but I'm going to pop up some different bonus content for all you guys um, as we head into WrestleMania. And also, don't forget the launch of the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network with myself and Kobe Nida from Marking Out the Days, as well as Gaijin Wrestling Radio and Hulkamania is Dead. We're going to be launching all kinds of bonus content, WrestleMania Weekend, 
again, you can find that over at Podbean and any other podcast platforms available. All kinds of great stuff heading into that weekend. We're going to have a, a, an NXT TakeOver recap. We're going to have a, a Hall of Fame recap. We're doing a Top 10 WrestleMania countdown. Kicking out at 2 is going to have some more bonus content that weekend as well. All of that going on over at the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network. You can stay tuned later this week. Over at uh, retromania.blogspot.com, moholradio.com, and iTunes for another edition of Marking Out the Days, as we're going to discuss more WrestleMania memories from Marking Out the Days. Um, the date will be March the 28th, and we will be covering. WrestleMania 15, as well as individuals' birthdays, people that have passed, all the important and not so important moments in wrestling history from that particular day, which would be March the 28th. And I think that about does it this week with our WrestleMania MVPs. The ballots, the 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 the, the, the polls are closed, and it's time that we put this show down for the three count, and we'll see you all next week. <laughs>